0: I believe that Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy saved their jobs last night. This shocked me. I didn't see them coming. No. But Justin Fields, who has
1: the strong arm, he has the size, he has the speed, he will now go try to be the hero in Chicago.
2: This is a great spot for Justin Fields. Super clever head coach, made the playoffs two of the last three years, Way above average defense, Allen Robinson, star receiver, and Tariq Cohen comes back. Things had to happen to set this up just right for the Bears to get their future quarterback. For the first time in the history of the NFL, the Chicago Bears feel better about their quarterback than the Packers do.
0: What a draft night scene with pacemaking moves upon the stage with Roger. A new chosen one trading for our guy. Drafting Justin Fields is gold. Drafting Justin Fields is gold. Drafting Justin Fields is gold. When you're able to get a player
1: um, like Justin Fields in, in the first round, obviously we were
2: uh, super pumped. And, um, we, we feel like, uh, you know, we, we know that. Have a good feeling like that. Uh, you can just feel the energy in the room. You can feel the energy from each person, and that's really ultimately what it's all about. Just so There's a great big beautiful
0: tomorrow, shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful
2: tomorrow, just a dream away.
1: I don't think that was sting. Coming up on a red-hot, maybe the most red-hot, zero-doinks of all time, the Bears have their QB1 for the first time in our goddamn lives. There's reason for excitement about the quarterback. That's unbelievable. Justin Fields is a Bear. We're probably going to talk about it a lot. And the rest of the draft picks. And how the season looks. Green Bay sucks. Coming up, zip doinks.
2: Calm down, Rover. I was only kidding.
0: Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks.
2: Zero doinks.
0: Zero doinks. DOX! Holy shit!
1: Dan Doinks! What is going on? I am... Uh, normally I have a burr in my saddle talking about the Bears, at least, you know, recently. What? Huh? What happened? Our world I, has changed, Dan.
2: I don't know what to say. I, I still can't believe it. I still can't believe it. I wake up every morning... Since last Friday, thinking about it, just thinking about, do we have a real one? Do we have a real number one? I mean, unbelievable. That's all I can say. Unbelievable.
1: What Dan's alluding to is adding to the running back depth. That's what he means. That's what he's talking about. Just kidding, guys. This is basically going to be a Justin Fields episode, and we cannot wait to slip into all of your DMs and get wet, wet, wild. We're on cloud nine. Cloud 69, maybe? Oh, hubba hubba. Coming at you next, some Justin Fields and Draft Talk. Zip dogs. thanks for listening.
2: Bears, epilepsy. Rover, don't interrupt while Sarah's
1: interrupting.
2: Very quietly because I'm trying not to ruin my voice because I'm very excited. Been shouting at anyone on the street that will listen. We got Justin Fields, Justin Fields. Oh my God, Justin, my Fields. Please, Jesus, thank you for Justin Fields. Our Lord and Savior is possibly here. He is risen. Is risen. Did we settle on that? Still don't know what that means, but he's here. He's Jesus Christ. He's Jesus Christ in. Uh, in football form so uh, I'm very excited Bill I'm still in shock tell me where you were what you were doing what you were wearing how you were positioned where your fingers were at when that gentleman announced his Chicago Bears selected Justin Fields give it to me Bill
1: yes I love the way that he came in hot talking about his Chicago Bears I was in my family room. I was watching from moment one of the draft. I was watching on ABC so I could avoid Mike Greenberg. Nothing personal against him. I just, I don't know. I feel like if, I, if I'm if i able to choose between ABC and ESPN, I feel like ABC is more big time. Okay. Cause I'm a 90 year old man. Um, so, so that's what I did. So in my family room, my wife, Kristen Doink's, a little bit annoyed because I was, she's like, okay, you know, watch the draft for a little bit. How long, you know, like what time do you think you'll not be watching the draft anymore? And I was like, well, if Ryan Pace trades up, it'll probably be like an hour, hour and a half maybe. And if he doesn't eh, like two and a half hours, something like that. And uh, I don't remember exactly where it landed there, but it was later than her expectations were. I don't care. I was so glad I was watching it live instead of catching up on Twitter or, you know, the DVR or something. Because, you know, I could feel every moment. And holy shit, When what was I wearing? Not much. Where were my fingers? On the remote, turning up the volume so I could listen in when I saw the Chicago Bears trade with New York Giants. My heart was thumping. Okay, let's go to that moment. You see that the Bears trade up to 11 what runs through your head Dan Doinks
2: well I in that moment I was I was sitting in bed because we just put the 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 kids to bed and I'm sitting there and I'm like all right I kind of prepared myself to be like all right this is going to be a while we're going to draft a tackle at 20 uh, or a cornerback and I'm going to punch a wall and just go to sleep so I just sit there um, and in that moment I was actually uh, mid sentence complaining to Jordan about Comcast. Uh, so let me take this opportunity to say, fuck you, Comcast for not hooking my house up with internet and telling me it'll be another month. So you can go fuck yourself. So like mid sentence, I see that pop up. I'm like, this is weird. Like I thought the Eagles were going to take fields. I don't know why I was like, that's it. He's gone. And I just was like, that's fine. Like I've already written it off. And then that popped up. Well, they took um, Devonte Smith, and then, and then I was like, "Oh shit! Oh shit, Jordan!" I told Jordan, I said, "You sh- you shut your mouth right now!" <laughs> I pointed at her. I said, "You you shut your mouth!" And she goes, "You're the one talking." And I so I Bears were up. I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't know what to do with my hands or my fingers. I don't know where they were at because uh, I was watching this from my phone. Uh, mm-hmm. So Bears pick comes up. I'm like scrambling. I'm getting a million texts. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't keep up. I couldn't keep up with what you were saying, what other people were saying. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I was worried. I was on a delay. Uh, I think it was our buddy Thod who was like, Oh, it's happening, Dan, it's happening. And I was like, ah, this can't be so fully. I was fully prepared for Mac Jones. I just thought that was like such a pace move that that's where it was going. And the minute Roger Goodell started rambling for uh, like five straight minutes about COVID relief efforts. Or I mean, yeah, it was great, but not now, Roger. Do you know what's about to happen? Right? Do you same thing oh, for you? Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, read the room, Roger. The Bears have just traded up. They're gonna draft a quarterback unless Ryan Pace completely had a stroke. And he would tell us, we want to know who the quarterback is. And they got that random, yeah, the random Bears fan. I still don't really know the full story there, but that guy delivered the, I gotta say, he, he delivered, he opened that envelope and he couldn't wait to tell us what happened.
2: Cause behind Goodell he was like looking at the card, right? And I felt like he was with the mask on. I was trying to read his face. I was like, Oh, is he disappointed? Is he happy? You just couldn't tell. And then he got up there and he just seemed jazzed and I'm like, Oh, this this is it. I I mean I still can't believe I, I And then when he read it, I was like, I I high five Jordan. She's like, I'm, she just, you know, pulled the typical, like, oh, I'm really happy for you. And then I just couldn't stop saying it the rest of the night. I was like, I can't believe we got Justin fucking fields on fucking believable that jackass did it. And so I, and I'm still saying it. Anyone that I'll see, like I'm intentionally wearing bears gear the last since then, just so people will want to talk about it are you doing the same thing
1: yeah i i wore um i typically do my weekend wardrobe is not very creative it's always orange and blue and it's either illinois or bear stuff i people must think i have like three shirts and maybe (laughs) one pair of underpants if even that um so, so yeah, but I I was so proudly wearing my bear's hat that needs to absolutely go in the wash. It has a lot of pollen on it. I was sneezed a lot this weekend. Fuck you, allergies. Fuck you, Comcast. Fuck you, allergies. Um, but no, I'm the same. I'm the same way. I, I was I was actively looking for other people wearing bear's gear this weekend just so I'd be like, hey man, yeah, just a f-, you know, like I even felt this way about a draft pick from one of my favorite teams, the, you know, my favorite team, the Chicago Bears, yours as well. Uh, since maybe like the Bulls drafted Derek Rose, is yeah. that maybe?
2: Yeah, good is- call. That's a great call. But at least, yeah, because there was some angst with Rose thinking we'd go with Michael Beasley instead. Um, yeah, you're right. That's There's definitely never been a Bears, first-round Bears draft pick where it was – celebrated one hundred percent by Bears fans and nationally. I mean I, I've I'm I haven't read any bad any bad articles about it. Like I was looking for no everyone's praising Pace and the Bears for doing it. And even in the folks who are like, oh we gave up a lot to do that are still like that still totally made sense. It made sense to go get your guy who I'm still unsure of why he didn't go second overall. I mean, he was the, you and I talked about this offline, like he was the number two guy when the season ended. And for reasons unknown, he just dropped. I still don't, I I don't, I don't know why. And I'm so fucking glad (laughs) that he did. And I hope he plays real pissed off because of it.
1: Yeah, no, it's so true. It's, he, yeah, we were trying, we were talking offline on on Friday, maybe, was it? And we're trying to figure out what the hell, like, why? Is it because he, like, organized players to want to play the season for the Big Ten after the Big Ten was behind? That seems like a stupid reason. Is it because... Yeah, he was. He got injured in the playoffs. No, that can't be it because he was unbelievable after he got injured and showed like a different competitive side to him. It made no sense. So, thank you, people that have an issue with him for whatever reason. Thank you so much.
2: And and I just I, it. Well, I was like, what are we missing? What are we missing? Like, what did the, what were the forty – like what it makes them think that Trey Lance is for sure going to be better than Fields? Actually, I heard you know someone brought this up on the radio that Trey Lance would have been like Mitch 2.0. Not in a sense like a guy who hasn't played as much. Like if we would have drafted Trey Lance at 11, we would be going round and round about. Oh my God, did we did we reach to get a guy who's inexperienced? He played hasn't played much competition. I'm so glad we're not doing that. I But is Shanahan overthinking it? Is he – I'm just – I'm so puzzled as to why he fell. You know, and another thing that maybe, – maybe we're going to bring this – maybe we're going to mention this, but, you know, all these reports about how Fields, like, has the highest aptitude test. He scored the highest of any – it was just not just NFL players. I heard it was like other athletes as well. I mean, is that such a step up from Mitch who, if you listen to this show, you know, we talk about how f- dumb he is, like great guy, just really stupid, can't figure things out quickly. Like he's already leaps and bounds above Mitch at any point. And I want to like, can we officially put the Mitch stuff to bed? Can we do that? I feel like people still want to talk about it, but are we allowed to?
1: Yeah, no, I I don't remember what it's like to not have a franchise quarterback. So yeah, so Mitch Mitch is officially dead. Officially dead. Fuck that guy. I think can this be the last moment we ever mention Mitch Trubisky's name on Zero Doinks? Like can we commemorate this moment? I think I think we should and I just did. No more Mitch out of my mouth.
2: No, I'm going to keep talking about Mitch because it'll be like, oh, remember when we had Mitch? Oh, it, it's so much better now. Remember when Mitch couldn't do make those throws at Justin Fields? He needs, a, it's true. he needs a nickname. Does he have a nickname? JF1 or something? Something awesome like that.
1: Let's come up with one and then uh, somebody will steal it on Twitter. Like Sox Machine tried to steal our golden cock. <laughs> That's yeah, that right. I saw you on Twitter. I saw you. Uh, no, you mentioned highest aptitude for pretty much any athlete, at least modern athlete in professional sports. Um, PFF, we shit on them a lot, but they are all over him. Like they, he's the fifth best prospect they've ever projected. Uh, he he was like number one in almost every quarterback category above Trevor Lawrence, like. And, and and yeah. you said it earlier. It, it's like it, it it was a consensus. Trevor Lawrence won. Justin Fields two. But you go coming out of the college playoff. But you could theoretically make an argument for Justin Fields being number one. Like you could. It, it wouldn't be like a seventy five to twenty five percent argument necessarily. But that's why it's. I know. I I feel the same way almost that I did Thursday night trying to trying to think about how the fuck this happened. But Give it to me. The only,
2: you know, I guess the what you would mention that owners were scared off or GMs that he's outspoken. That's insane. That he basically bullied the Big Ten into playing football. Oh, sorry, not sorry that you got to actually see see some football and make some money. Big Ten, that's dumb. It, It it could be the the. He's a vegetarian or a vegan I don't know which one he is One of those like is that a thing That's fucking stupid Um, And the epilepsy thing I mean I guess that could be valid But it feels like It feels like Somebody put that out there In the hopes that he would drop Like that feels like a uh, A narrative that Was to scare other people Maybe I mean did the bears do that Did they throw that out there um (laughs) they're not that smart and and sorry bill i'm I'm just stumbling all over you here i'm not apologizing to ryan pace do you feel like you need to apologize to ryan pace for shitting on him
1: not no i don't feel like i need to apologize for him at all to him for him or whatever um but i think and i think it's already happened we all should also acknowledge that. Like, he's always been aggressive. It just doesn't always work, obviously. But fuck, man, that mentality worked this year. It was like right time, right place. Hell yes, Ryan Pace. Thank you, you weird motherfucker.
2: Yeah, he got aggressive and he didn't overthink it. He just didn't overthink it, which is a problem for him. Overthinking and reaching for these guys early. Um, I mean, I, I give him a lot of credit, but... You can't excuse all of his past shit just because of this. At least not right now. I mean, if Fields turns out to be a Pro Bowl or Hall of Famer, wins a Super Bowl, yeah, then I'll then I'll be ready to kiss him on his very nice hair on the top of his head. But not don't don't do that now. Don't let Ryan Pace off the hook. And you know we'll see what we'll see what happens. Um, I was. Uh, I was on Justin Field's Wikipedia page just a few uh weird weird things about that. His middle name is Skyler. Did you know that Did not that's kinda awesome Justin Skyler fields is there can we mix that into the nickname somehow Sky Sky fields nah we'll work on it um and on his Wikipedia page just under personal all it says three world three three worlds Jesus three words fields has epilepsy that's it
1: that's that's a little weird did you think ted phillips edited that wikipedia page to continue his private bashing
2: i did yeah i actually did look up who made that edit and it was the uh, screen name was ted phillips 6969 oil toes oh baby
1: very subtle. Yes. Um, you mentioned pace, not letting him off the hook. And I agree. It's like, yeah, you still have to. You can give him kudos while acknowledging that he's fucked up in the past, also. However, this probably has guaranteed him a lot of extra rope, if you will, right? And, and it's almost like it's turned now. It's like, okay, now Matt Nagy, let's see what kind of coach you are, right? Bingo. Now you've got the quarterback, no more excuses do something with it and if and if it doesn't work out it's on nagy pace would suffer the consequence too but i feel like pace has a longer shelf life now
2: agreed yeah nagy's got to hire at least three more uh offensive uh consultants now that he has fields i would say that's just safe just a safe assumption i saw today that the vikings were expecting fields to be there at 14 uh and talk about a team that should read the room huh i mean Just be like, oh, we'll just sit at 14 when you know the Patriots were right behind you who needed a quarterback and that it was very obvious the Bears wanted to trade way up. So I, I, I don't know the details, and I'm curious if you know any more if they actually made calls to move up or if they were just like, oh, we'll just wait at 14, which is very Vikings, right? Like, I feel like they're just always clueless, like. They like woke. They always wake up the morning of the draft, and like, oh shit, we didn't do any research. Oh my god, what are we doing? It just seems very Vikings.
1: No, that is very Vikings, and that's hysterical. I love the fact that I also read today the Lions' um, their new GM said if any of the quarterbacks on his board were significantly above the offensive tackle from Oregon that they drafted then they would have drafted the quarterback. But he's like, well, you know, he said, unfortunately, he used the word, unfortunately, none of the quarterbacks were above him on his board. And I'm thinking, you have Jared Goff as your quarterback now, man. And you may have, you know, you passed on a dude that you're going to have to play twice a year that I hope fucks your couch left and right. So I just, I love the fact that, Um, And we'll talk about all about the NFC North's travails, especially the Packers, in the next segment. But it's so great. It's like you said it, Bears universally uh, being complimented for such things. Also, I would say, okay, well, let me ask you this too. Who is your, I'm sure you watched a lot of highlights even before the draft. I'm sure you've been just spanking your chimp to all the highlights now that he's a Bear Who's your comp for Justin schuyler Fields? Like, who does he remind you of?
2: Oh, wow, good question. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ is the first person that comes to mind. Um, oh man, a comp? I I don't really know, man. I, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't have a good answer for you. Cause he's not. Oh shit! I honestly don't know. I, I what okay. do you, I, what do you have I, yeah, I,
1: yeah, so I have two, yeah, so unfair question, I put you on the spot and I've been thinking about this the past few days, like who does he who does he remind me of, and I try to avoid like he's a black quarterback, I have to think of black quarterbacks to compare him to you know i try to i try to avoid that, I couldn't hear and I, and I feel like it's just coincidence though he he reminds me of um Russell Wilson, in some ways, but taller. Just kind of, just like, mm-hmm. just the way he can slip out of, uh, slip out of, uh, out of weird situations, right? He's a slipper dude and he's always looking downfield. He's always looking for the home run, which, fuck yes. I want to watch that every Sunday. And a little bit of Deshaun Watson, just in terms of like any little criticism that he's gotten, you know, on the field. Deshaun Watson, put your penis away. Um, <laughs> But like that was some of the criticism with Deshaun Watson. Like he has a long release, so to speak, right? Like an imper- like there's imperfect footwork. Uh, some people were a little bit nervous about that. That's how even I justified a little bit. Like ah, maybe Deshaun Watson isn't going to be that great a pro. Immediately dispelled after like week two. <laughs> so I do. I think we might have the equivalent of a quarterback like that, and that makes me so randy.
2: Yeah, I guess the Russell Wilson thing is probably pretty accurate that he's he's actually uh, uh, uh someone who looks to make make a pass long, but he can use his legs to get out of trouble. And I think didn't he did correct me if I'm wrong, Fields take quite a few hits in college as well. Like maybe holds onto it a bit too long. Yes I do
1: one criticism of him was he yeah, took too many sacks, maybe fumbled too many times on those sacks and yeah. maybe held the ball just a little too long going for the home run versus like a check down.
2: And I honestly, to hear that he maybe held on to the ball too long, I don't hate that at all because he's willing to stay in the pocket and make the pass as opposed to defaulting to always running. Whereas Mitch, I'm going to keep saying Mitch's name, you don't have to, where Mitch sees his first receivers not open and he's immediately in panic mode. So, um, I like la- your comps work. Your comps work for me. Besides the uh, massage penis thing with Watson, let's let's stay out of those. Get yourself one massage therapist fields and maybe keep your 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 boxer briefs on. But I, to to um, you know the 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 him being a black quarterback too is uh, you know we there were we made jokes about Ryan Pace being racist or the Bears organization being racist I don't think we you know I don't think we should minimize that the Bears drafting a black quarterback is awesome I mean I I don't I don't like I don't want to make it weird but there's definitely you know I don't I I never thought that was true that they were truly were like judging their quarterbacks off of race but you know this. If there were people out there that had those notions that that's what this or, the organization is about, you know this this set that set it up on a T form. that easily could have taken Mac Jones and taken the Lily White Southerner guy and just gone boring city with that. And if that would have happened, I maybe would have bought into it a little bit. Like maybe there is something to it, but there's outside of that. I mean fields is he's like he's gonna be uh a marketing superstar for this team as well he's just he's a cool dude cool calm like i don't know i'm in i'm in love bill i bought a jersey already (laughs) i never do i never do that with i I only other player i did that with was greg olson when they drafted him i ordered a jersey and you know what i was right about that the bears fucked him over but I couldn't resist. I mean, I I did order a, a knockoff one from that's coming from China. So it was thirty bucks. So it wasn't a huge commitment, financial commitment. But I was like, I gotta have it. I gotta have it. And I don't feel bad about it.
1: No, you made a great move. Well, you're. I think what you're describing is cultural impact, and it's not just because he's a black quarterback yes, for thank a, you for yes. Chicago's. You know, the the most famous position in. Professional sports quarterback, the most popular franchise in Chicago. Obviously, top three media market in in the United States. But it it's not irrelevant. It's totally relevant. Right. And and I do think that um, even outside of that, like yeah, you mentioned you bought a jersey on the black market. I also bought one. As did Mark from North Carolina in our <laughs> fans and eggs. Um, uh, what do we call it? Uh, WhatsApp. WhatsApp. What's, yeah. yeah. Thank you. WhatsApp. And, and, and even outside of that, people that were legally buying jerseys, he was number two, um, NFL.com jersey sold outside of Trevor Lawrence after oh, really? After the first Yeah. Oh, after, I didn't know that. After That's night awesome. one, which makes all the sense in the world. I put a tweet out at zero doinks on Twitter saying, Hey, how many of you have uh, bought a Justin Fields Jersey? I think it, I think I put that out there Thursday night or Friday morning. That's been the most engaged tweet that we have ever put in front of our followers. It's it's ridiculous. Like and everybody is like, yes, I have, or no, I am going to, I just need to save a little bit more money, or can you buy me one? Like everybody's talking about it. it's unbelievable. So there's such a cool factor. A couple other things, and these are these are kind of stupid, but I think you'll like them. So I have a nine-year-old daughter, as you well know. She, I, I told, I was so excited about the pick. Like, I told Kristen immediately, Kristen Doinks, my wife, who was a Packers fan. I, after I came upstairs after the pick, I'm like, Bears have a quarterback. It's Justin Fields. She's like, I don't give a fuck. And, uh, and, but I told, um, I told, I told my daughter that same night, a Thursday night, I'm like, I, bears have because she's she was a big mitch fan or the idea of mitch like she you know you've heard her on some of these parody songs and and she just loves talking about mitch and so she's bummed that the bears don't have mitch she wouldn't recognize mitch you know she couldn't pick him out of the lineup but i'm like bears have a new quarterback justin fields and she said what does he look like and i said well here's a picture like he has look at this dog that he has his dog uno adorable And she bought in immediately. So Friday, she goes to school Friday, of course, and comes home and says, Dad, everybody at school in third grade was talking about Justin Fields. Yes. I'm like, that's interesting. Like, she's never said anything like that. And my son, five year old son, uh, he's been trolling me since birth that he's a Packers fan because his mom is a Packers fan. My daughter and I talking about Justin Fields showed him a picture of Justin Fields and the dog Uno and he says to me dad uh, don't tell mom but I've, I've actually been a bears fan this whole time it's <laughs> a great i like the great bears <laughs> yeah and i'm like all right awesome man awesome and i think he's he's not lying like tonight at the dinner table he said mom you're outnumbered we're all bears fans like he's in he's totally in so thank you chicago bears and ryan pace but thank you to justin fields aka jesus christ
2: i i, I was so hoping you were going to tell your son to go fuck off nope too late you're out you're a packers fan go get the fuck out of here that would have been great uh yeah i also want to thank uh, justin fields and his parents for having sex and having justin uh and making this city feel so much better You know, it's and and the people who, the people who are just counting on Nagy and the Bears to screw them up. Yeah, that's that's definitely floating around in my head. But for now, we have hope, and it's it's fun. It's just fun. So I don't give a fuck. Fuck off.
1: All right, I've one. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm not allowing my brain to go that way. But it's crossed my mind too. Just let them go. Let them go, Nagy. Let them. Who cares. Bill Lazor, do not teach him any mechanics. Leave him alone. Let him play. So on that note, what's your over-under for the week in 2021 that Justin Fields is going to get his first start? What do you think?
2: Ooh, uh, this is not counting an injury. Yeah, good, Good question. It sounds like they're really not wanting to repeat what they did with Glennon one way or the other sounds as if they never wanted Mitch to play. Oh, I said his name again. I'm not banned from saying his name. It sounds like they didn't want Mitch to play that whole first year, but Glennon was so terrible. Uh, this is not... I don't think this is the same scenario. I think I, th- it, it it would make sense for me for Fields to play week one. I'll just say that. I think Fields will play week one. I mean, Dalton... I I, I think as of as we sit right now, Dalton is the, is the starting quarterback. When they go to camp and they see that Fields just he just does a lot more than what Dalton or I mean, Foles. is Foles even going to be around anymore? It's, get his big dick out of here. I think it, I'll let you, I'll just say week one. How about that? Oh, How about I, you? I
1: hope you're right. No, I hope you're, I hope you're right. I I hope that. Nagy is not too stubborn to be like, okay, I was you know, on the offensive coaching staff for Andy Reid when we had Pat Mahomes sit until week 17. Like, this is not the same thing. Alex Smith was much better at that time than Andy Dalton is today. Andy Dalton's Bingo. a great backup quarterback. He's a great backup quarterback. Perfect situation. Justin Fields start. Andy Dalton, number two. Nick Foles keep trying to suck your own elephant trunk on the sideline i don't care i don't care what you do i don't care what you do uh your wife might but yes that would be great and because i do i think it's conceivable that that fields comes in and just like you described the dude has started almost 30 games in college right like it's this guy he's he's probably ready week one he probably is He's probably ready. And
2: someone brought up a, uh, I think it was, what's the what's the night evening show on ESPN? Black and Abdallah, is that right? One of them brought up a good point. They were talking about well, they want Dalton. He's you know he's more experienced. He knows the playbook better. He's been with the Bears for a month. Like he's really a month ahead of Fields. They're both coming in somewhat green to the offense, I guess. Those are counting it's time spent with Bill Lazor. But yeah, we know that's not an advantage. So. What what's your final prediction, week one, or are you given me one, or
1: no? Yeah, I I want you to be right. I um, this it, would be a great time to go and predict the bear schedule right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go just by coincidence. I'm gonna go week five, like that was the same as Mitch. Um, Like, I feel like Nagy, like Pace, may be like, hey, you got to, yeah, hey, you know, we're all fired up, but we got to have Dalton. I promised Dalton at least a month. You know, I don't know. That's a, that's a weird impression. It was
2: a great pace. Holy cow. So, let me ask you this Do you think that uh, you said that this probably gave Pace a longer leash on keeping his job? Do you think the same for Nagy? Do you think he'll rush Fields into it to save his job, or do you think he'll sit him to give himself more time to say, I need another year of development with this guy?
1: Ah, oh, That is a great question, and that hurts because I think B versus A is probably— I don't know, though. Like Justin Fields week one may offer Nagy the best opportunity to keep his job. If he's better than Andy Dalton week one— I think he'd play him. I don't. Eh. I think he'd want to play him. God damn it! I'm torn. I'm torn. You just put my brain in a pretzel. That's a great question, but that is the thing, though. Like, I I do think actually preseason and and training camp, it's like the most legitimate one that we've had since Matt Nagy has been head coach. Because, I yeah, I think I think no matter what happens this year, I feel like Pace is going to get another year at least. Matt Nagy, I don't think, could make that same. Matt Nagy could fuck up, right? It, with a with a roster that on paper doesn't look that bad. That's not Ryan Pace's fault. You can make that argument anyway. So, yeah, uh, Ryan Pace, need, or, and well, both of them do, but Matt Nagy in particular needs to win in 2021. So whoever that best quarterback is, and I think it's Justin Fields, um, put him in, baby. Put him in.
2: I have a... I have a suspicion, I think Pace is, he's saved his job with this draft. I think he's, I think he's set for at least another year or two. I actually think, I think Nagy, this saved his job too. I think he could play this how he wants and just keep hiring and firing assistants and blaming them. Uh, I think, I think Nagy, unless we go like one and 15, I think Nagy's sticking around and I don't, I don't necessarily love it. I don't. I don't love it, but, you know, they, I mean, the Phillips and uh, McCaskey were praising the team for winning after losing six straight games. So there's really no logic to how they're, how they're evaluating their coaches. So I think this saved both of their jobs for at least another year, pace a little longer than Nagy, but it'll be interesting. I think, I think Nagy can spin it however he wants, but. He should, he should be po- coaching like a guy who thinks he's getting fired this year if he doesn't win. And I think the best chance to win is Fields. Do it,
1: do it. Don't be shy, Matt Nagy. Um, I'm going to do something unprecedented on Zero Dunks. I am going to offer an off-season golden cock Ooh. to to Ryan Piss. Oh. For trading up for Justin Fields, I think he deserves it. I think he deserves the Golden Cock, Zero Dukes Cornish Hen Player slash Executive of the Week. What do you think, Dan? Do you think that's justified?
2: Ah, uh, yeah, okay, sure. It, and it's and this maybe this is a good transition. It's not just the Fields pickup; it's what he did after that that also saved his job
1: big time and that is a perfect segue to the next segment where we will talk about the rest of Ryan Pace's Friday and Saturday rebuilding the Bears roster coming up on Zero Dykes thank you Dan I love Justin Fields so much
2: put your cock away Deshaun Watson before history is written
3: it's
2: played Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved
0: in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
1: (laughs) How do you like that? How do we say if you're going to be
2: married, marry a girl with a sense of humor?
1: Oh my god, I am still just, I'm excited, I'm a little bit drunk, I, both emotionally, physically, I've been throwing down a lot of hams, thank you hams, for a generous sponsorship. I also want to thank you, any new fans that are checking in, if this is your first episode of Zero Doinks, it's possible that we interacted via the interwebs this past weekend. Thank you for giving us a chance, sorry, we're weird. No, I'm not that sorry. Uh, I'm sorry for Dan, though. Anyway, let's talk about the rest of the Bears draft. Dan Doinks. This was a universally, even outside of Justin Fields, universally. Universally, I can't say that word. Um, uh, it's it's. People love it. <laughs> people love the draft.
0: Very well Including said. Very well <laughs> put, you. Bill.
2: You nailed it. Yeah, so I, I kind of was half paying attention during round two. Uh, I, di- I was getting drunk. I was out, out and about having a few hams and just happened to look up and saw the Bears traded a bunch to move up and draft this te- Tevin Jenkins. Which by all, and I'll, I'll fully admit, at first glance, I was like, I don't know who this guy is. But then I read in, I was like, okay, this name sounds familiar. This is a guy who should have gone in the first round. It's kind of, it's the guy we probably would have drafted at 20, correct? So did we give up a lot? Yes. But essentially we got two first round picks by all accounts in fields and Jenkins, and I couldn't be more in love with it. And that's, that seems to be, you know, the bears, did, did we draft the least amount of players in the NFL? Do you, do you know by chance? it definitely feels like it.
0: <laughs> I
1: don't know, but I mean we still got six dudes. Um I would say I don't think we gave up that much for him in particular at the time. I get it like basically when you look at everything though, we we pretty much got rid of a third rounder, but I think this guy's already going to be our starting left tackle yeah. after cutting yeah. Charles Leno today, right? So, and yeah, he's he seems sexy. Like Oh, very he seems super sexy. Did you? I'm sure you saw the quotes about that he said about oh. himself, right?
2: Football porn. It's football porn. Him talking about, well, if if my quarterback gets hit, oh, first of all, if you say my quarterback, oh, oil right in between the toes. Am I right, Ted? If you, my quarterback talking about if he gets hit, that's not his problem. That's my problem. And just talk. I mean, that he seems like a like a bad motherfucker and i love all of it and that seemed to be the theme with the you know the next two picks for the bears were bad dudes getting a little bit more of an edge on the line which i think they've been missing since Kyle Long left or died or whatever i guess he's back with the raiders <laughs> but he seems i love it and these people and people who are upset that they're giving away you know i could see being upset about third round picks but if you're upset about giving up any any picks outside of between 4 and 7 just stop yourself there's literally no guarantees any of those guys will ever see the field so if you're upset about that i'd rather have two essentially first round picks than seven seventh round picks those guys are trash well they're not trash but you know what i mean like just just stop it. You want quality players, not quantity. You don't need just need bodies, you need good players. And I think we got it.
1: And I yes, I, I totally agree. And I like I said, like at first blush, I get why if you weren't totally Paying close attention when he looked at the um, when he looked at the trade to be like oh god that seems like a lot just because there were so many picks going back and forth between Carolina and Chicago it was confusing and then Dan Pompey said that is a steep price to pay and then I thought wait I feel like that's good if if P- if Pompey has a problem with it I think Ryan Pace might have just made a good move right exactly and um, the Athletic where Dan Pompey somehow earns a paycheck. They had this, uh, uh, the drafting of Tevin Jenkins as the fourth biggest steal value wise in the draft. Uh, Number one steal, Justin Fields. So, yeah, absolutely amazing. So, you know, yeah, he was pegged. you, You nailed it. He was pegged as the number 20 or 21 pick in the draft. He was linked to Chicago at number 20 by a bunch of mocks. Makes all the sense in the world. And, yeah, that's fine. I'll flip a fucking third rounder for, like, maybe a dude who's going to start for twelve years protecting Justin Fields' blind side. I'm in. Here's here's something I'm going to do for all six of our picks. I'm going to have Bill's comp. <laughs> oh, are
2: I you, love that. I love that. You, a, if you couldn't tell earlier, I'm a bad comp guy. So I'm glad that you're you're pulling your weight on that one. Let's hear yeah. It.
1: But the, well, this this is all of these comps outside of. Justin Fields, and probably including Justin Fields' comp, where I basically had him as a combo of Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson with his pants on. Um, these are going to be a little a little more ridiculous. My comp for new starting left tackle, Tevin Jenkins, Keith Van Horn. <laughs> no, sorry, Jimbo Covert. I, I wrote, sorry about that, Jimbo Covert. He's better because Jimbo Covert's a Hall of Famer
2: okay well i can't argue with that i mean he played like a thousand years ago but sure i love that i did go. i did go back today and look at some of the uh scouting reports on some of these on the guys we drafted because i'll be honest i've never heard of a, a larry barome or a khalil herbert or people like that but tevin jenkins uh ESPN said is he has shorter arms for an offensive tackle but has quality hand placement. I mean Ooh. I just love that I just love how that rolls off the tongue. Uh, ESPN the his low the lowest grade he had was intangibles. No other explanation. What can you explain to me what that means?
1: That's weird. Is it because he has a dirty sailor mouth? Can I read the quote that really got my yes. gears rolling? Yes, please. So, you know, he's he's pretty mean, right? He described himself as, quote, tough, physical, nasty motherfucker, a dude who does not shy away from hits, a dude who actually wants to get physical, and a dude who wants to bust his ass, unquote. That is Jenkins describing himself. I'm at midnight right now, Dan.
2: Oh, I'm a rock hard right now. That is so awesome. Uh, NFL nfl.com their scouting reports uh is this is a in quotes some scouts voiced concerns about football character is that go hand in hand with what you just read football character is just just because he's bashing people i yeah. don't think that's bad
1: i think he's the i know we mentioned this in season one of zero doing basically the kyle long taking off your helmet and beating a defensive yeah. lineman with the helmet <laughs> let's maybe draw a line somewhere if it's going to get you a penalty and maybe kicked out but there's somewhere in between you can you can roll mr jenkins
2: somewhere in between for sure he uh he opted out of the final month of his, of the season i think i i think i read that but he did play in the senior bowl is that why he slid back why why did he mm. jump out of the first round just an odd fall of needs for teams
1: I got to be honest, I missed that. So good for you for being a big research guy. What, what, um, to do a little research on this though, only because it came up in my Instagram feed. He had 11 or 1,129 pass blocking snaps in his career at Oklahoma State. He only allowed two sacks. Holy shit.
2: Hubba Hubba. Yeah, that is not helping my bone dog at all. Uh, I got another fun fact for you, Bill. Wow, look at all this research. Uh, As a redshirt sophomore, he started all 13 games, but three of those were at left tackle due to an injury to regular starter. Did you read this? No. Bears
1: offensive lineman Arlington Hambright. Oh. That's amazing because Arlington Hambright – is the reason that Mike from England and Zero Doinks made a connection because he oh. did not have a picture as an avatar when the Bears drafted him or signed him as a free agent or whatever on NFL.com, and he Mike Mike from England made a great quip at 2 a.m. I England this. time, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. We this drafted
2: him ham and eggs or whatever what was the other guy ham and fatso what's the other lineman we drafted last year i can't remember but yeah it's we had like talked ourselves into these guys being awesome and it turns out they might be terrible (laughs) ham and pork chop what is the other
1: guy's name don't even remember but yeah it's you're right there you're right there buddy (laughs) it's great i mean it's I love it. Again, you're picking you're picking up a starter, especially in the offensive line. You you wanted that to happen in the first round. You personally, Dan Doinks, if the Bears were not going to trade up for a quarterback, yeah. you wanted a tackle. You got him. You got a first round grade in the second round, pick 39, cost you a third rounder. We're not going to give a fuck when we're celebrating Super Bowl number four during Tevin Jenkins' 10th year in the league.
2: Bingo bingo yeah uh and even charles leno being released today which i I thought that was a little surprising that they did it so quickly charles leno even seemed like he was on board with it he's like yep get it totally get it guys see ya thanks for having me right he seemed very casual about getting released today uh so i mean pretty ballsy to, to slot him in that left tackle spot a few days after getting drafted but he seems like a bad motherfucker it. and he's ready for yeah.
1: it. Yeah, and he you know, he's gotta know he's gotta back up his dirty sailor mouths. And I feel like he's the type of dude to do it. I mean he's six six, like three thirty. I'm not fucking with that guy. I love him already. Give me more of your Jimbo covert 2021, <laughs> Tevin Jenkins. I love you.
2: I love it. No, Tevin, we're on board. We're on board for Mr. Jenkins. Uh, Do we want to run through the other guys here? Uh, Yes. Or we got any more on Tevin and how sexy he is?
1: Nope. That's it. Yeah, Larry Borum from Mizzou. How do you feel about him? He was uh, fifth round, sixth round?
2: Fifth round. Okay. Pick 151. Larry, how do you say his name? Borum? Borum? I guess. Sounds like uh, something on the periodic table. Oh, don't mix that Borum with helium or you'll blow your penis off Deshaun Watson uh this seems like a guy who probably won't play right that's my first (laughs) I I don't know how to get excited about this guy he's just he's uh a guy where he's behind Hambright and uh pork shoulder whoever the other guy is (laughs) I'm not gonna even look it up ham tits I don't remember but uh so I was looking up his scouting report few things that jumped out ESPN has him at below average as a pass protector, limited agility, uh, and he grades out as a reserve tackle and or guard. So maybe that's why he went higher because he could play both of those positions. Uh, A weakness on NFL.com for him, he's more mauler than controlled blocker. So that kind of fits into the, the theme for these, these offensive linemen to get some toughness in there. And, uh, Another another weakness NFL.com mentioned, uh, slippery hands slide off of his target. So, Ted Phillips oil alert, am I right, with those slippery hands and toes? Oh, boy. Hubba hubba, Dan Pompey.
1: Anoint those toes and all of the crevices, Dan Pompey. Ooh, Did we trade too much? Was that a very steep price to pay for Tevin Jenkins? We're not on Tevin Jenkins. We're on Larry Borum. So you said you're not sure if he will be above uh, reserve-level offensive lineman. Agree to disagree, Dan Doinks. He is my week one starter at right tackle. Larry Borum, you're going to beat out Jermaine Effetti. Effetti will give you good depth. He can play inside or out. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a comp for, uh, uh, this is Bill's comp for Larry Borum.
2: I hope it's um, a Fetty.
1: It is Keith Van Horn. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I fucked up. I meant to say Keith Van Horn for Larry Borum. So there he is. So now we've got Jimbo covert on the left, Keith Van Horn, on the right now, Dan, you know a lot more about offensive line play because you were a tight end for both the Minnesota Golden Gophers and the Illinois State Redbirds. Nailed it. Um, I did. I usually say Cardinals. Um, they. Do you feel good about having two maulers on the end? Is that a Juan Castillo special? Is that like? Do you want to be finesse? Or Mauler, is there a difference in your mind with the type of offense you're running? Tell me more.
2: I want to. Well, if your if your scouting report says you're below average at pass protection, we don't need you on the outside. No, I, we want the Maulers inside with the big playing with the big fat boys. You need, you don't need Maulers against guys like Khalil Mack. You need the Maulers against guy like a mm-hmm. guys like Akeem Hicks. So no, you need a little bit more finesse. So. I think our, our fat buddy here, Larry, might be uh playing more inside than uh Fetty, but I like I like the prediction. Week one starter for a fifth rounder. Alex Bars, is it he is he in the mix or is he more of an inside guy?
1: Oh, you know what? I did not see him in the in the depth chart. I assume he's still on the team, but that may have just been a uh, a mistake by Kevin Fishsticks at The Athletic. Um, <laughs> so what do you think about this for the week one starting starting lineup for the offensive line? Jenkins at left tackle. Cody Whitehair left guard. Sam Mustafer at center. Right guard James Daniels returning from a torn penis. And Larry Borum at right tackle.
2: <laughs> I'm not sold on Larry, I'll just tell you that. Everything else sounds good. Uh, I'm just not on board for Larry yet. I just met him and so far from what I hear, eh, uh, eh, that's all I got. I'm not sure he's a week one starter, but I like, re- I, I like your enthusiasm for Larry. It doesn't, you <laughs> didn't knock it. him down a peg cause he's a Mizzou guy. I thought that would have been you know, a red flag for you.
1: It's my only hesitation. And that's why I said, <laughs> that's why I put him with Keith Van Horn instead of Jimbo covert. That's, that's why I did that. Um, Let's move on to the the third pick of Matt Pace's 2021 draft. Khalil Herbert, running back slash kick returner from Virginia Tech. You were a bit confused when the Bears made this move um, via the WhatsApp app. How do you feel now that you see the whole draft class in front of you?
2: Uh, He seems, I mean, he has good stats. He seems like he could be a quality running back i i don't know i don't know where he fits in with the bears i mean is this does this mean your boy ryan Nall is gone i don't know everything seems very positive he's five i read 507 career touches only one fumble that's good uh he played at kansas for four years before he was a grad transfer to virginia tech going to kansas for football in the first place is a red flag that's not good he was a top five in rushing yards and yards per carry, so he has really good stats. Um, I don't know. He he seems like a good player. I just don't know where he fits on this current team with Damian Williams, Cohen, Montgomery. He's going to be way behind on the depth chart. And is he is he a kick returner? I thought the uh, the um, Newsome guy is more the kick returner, right? So
1: does no? Am I wrong on that? No. no yeah Newsom's punt we'll get to Newsom we'll get to Newsom in a minute (laughs) okay uh
2: the big news with Herbert though is he's the guy is uh he had six fingers on each hand right which I think it was coach Cuse who made a great point that that's just a slap in the face to Rick Fieldsman uh that that got me thank you coach Cuse that was great still has six toes on his left foot so that's gotta count for something
1: yeah, somebody oh, wow. had a great um, a great response tweet to I think it was Patrick Finley in the Sun Times when he mentioned all of the digits, the extra digits, and the first reply <laughs> was uh, Bears equipment manager Tony Medlin trying to find Khalil Herbert shoes, and it was the weekend going through that glass maze on oh, the yeah, Super Bowl. <laughs> That's that was awesome. So great. That's well great. done by that guy. I absolutely loved it. So I think where I think where Herbert fits, not unlike Orange Sherbert, is first of all very well. It fits, it goes with anything. Uh I think he will be third in line behind Damian Williams and of course Monty Pylon. I think I don't put Tariq Cohen in the running back room at this point. I put him I put him in the hallway. <laughs> Slash the wide receiver slot gadget, whatever the fuck you want to call it, but like legit, like I feel like this is this is a legitimate running back. Damian Williams, obviously, he may be a one year one off. Monty almost killed himself twice last year, so we do need better depth than Ryan Nall. Ryan Nall played too much last year. Can we agree? Oh, yes, we can yeah. agree.
2: <laughs> fuck that guy. So I'm
1: okay with uh, yeah. Fuck that guy. So I think this feels like a classic. Uh, this guy's fallen a lot. We probably should take him. He was the number five running back on the board, period, for PFF, number five running back coming in the draft. They had him at number 91 on the big board, and, and Chicago drafted him at 217. So I get it. Um, Bill's comp, Matt Forte.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is so good. Uh, okay, I, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so stupid, so stupid.
2: He is. I mean, he he ran a he ran a four nine forty. So that's. I mean, that's that's pretty good for uh, a running back. I I just um, I don't know. I just don't know where he fits in. I'm. I'm. I think he seems like a good player. That wait. That PFF had him at the fifth fifth best running back. Is that what you
0: said? Yes. Number five. Yeah. Number five. Oh, wow. In the, in the
1: okay. First four were like drafted in the first. 36 so that's awesome okay
2: so so my question in the moment was who was who are the uh wide receivers available at that time because that seems like a bigger need but I know we picked what five spots four sp- spots after that and picked up a wide receiver so maybe that's who we would have taken anyway so uh okay fine <laughs> fine and this and actually I mean this is this is Ryan Pace's wheelhouse, right? He's always been good at this late round stuff. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on some of these late round motherfuckers.
1: Yeah, he did just earn himself a golden cock executive of the week. So congrats to Ryan. Yeah, good segue. Daz Newsome was the next draft pick by the Chicago Bears. And I do not believe there was a wideout drafted between Herbert and Newsom. So that was so it played out well. It, it did answer your question right away. So okay. yep. thank you, Ryan Pace, for answering Dan Doink's question. Thank God you did. Des um, Newsome, <laughs> he was a wideout at uh, Ryan Pace's favorite university, University of North Carolina. He was also a punt returner, as I mentioned earlier, where Dan was wondering what's going on with the returner situation. He is a slot receiver. I believe he played 90-plus percent of his snaps in the slot position. Ooh. But apparently he can play outside. I don't know. Who knows that? I have no idea. He seems slippery. He seems clutch. Dan, what I saw on Twitter, I remember Daz a little bit. I mentioned this in the WhatsApp with the fans and eggs. I do remember him because I I gambled a lot on – Tar Heel football this past year for whatever reason. And I do remember him. I know, weird. Very weird. I think they always played like that that strange like 330. They were almost yep. the only game going on sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, might as well put some cash on it. So he was good. He he looked good. I, I don't know. I'm not a scout. But um what I found on Twitter, very weird, Eddie Royal, former Bears wide receiver, Eddie Royal, for some reason put like his top ten of uh wide out. Predictions on Twitter, and Daz was number nine uh, on his list, and the first eight were all like first rounders slash like early second round. He had him a uh, just behind Elijah uh, Elijah Moore, who was the first pick of the second round. So does Eddie Royal know what he's talking about?
2: I, I just I'm interested to hear who your comp is. I I think it just has to be Eddie Royal at this point, doesn't it? <laughs>
1: i thought about it but i thought that'd be too obvious so uh bill's comp for daz Newsom, earl bennett <laughs> eddie
2: royal's just a little bit worse version than earl bennett uh i love earl bennett That that dude i know i know was he the one that was he the one that I had a little back and forth with on Twitter? Which one was that? Was that yes. Eddie Royal or yeah. Earl Bennett? About, about shirts, how, no, or, I, one of those shirts, right? I yeah. admitted to having explosive diarrhea, and that <laughs> that pretty much ended the conversation. Um, yeah, so Daz Newsome, I I I feel good about that. He seems there there's his scouting report is a little troubling for a wide receiver. Uh, <laughs> ESPN has him at below-average ball skills, which I don't know what that means. Ball skills? Does this mean you don't you don't know what to do with a ball? Like, uh, what does that mean? Uh, NFL on NFL.com. Uh, they have his weakness as not a natural hands catcher. I don't know how else you catch the ball. I assume it's usually with your hands. Uh, I guess in your arms as well this this is my in favorite week
0: your arms
2: um, <laughs> the this is my favorite weakness from nfl.com cornerbacks don't seem to don't seem to buy what he is selling that was it that one line got me that was awesome um another in his nfl bio uh, this is this says newsom had some issues catching passes during A spring 2019 practice, so he got contact lenses, and and hard stop. (laughs) So did they did they help? (laughs) I don't know. If you want to treat, go to NFL.com and look at some of these draft bios. Some of them are great. There was one I think I skipped over. Uh, Oh, back to Khalil Herbert. An NFL strength they had listed for him was his brothers were both collegiate athletes
1: yes that's a great no other
2: no other information that was a strength of his (laughs) so um it's not like they were both in the nfl they just were collegiate athletes so uh, daz newsome i'm okay with it so are you saying that he's going to be the punt returner is that what you're assuming
1: yeah that was that's that's what i assumed when he was drafted and it's also what kevin Fishsticks of the athletic is assuming too he he bumped him up in the depth chart immediately because I think the reasoning is that Tariq Cohen, based off of his shouldn't. ACL, yes, shouldn't do it anymore. So that makes sense. Like I can I can buy it. Uh what I saw a lot, I don't know if it was NFL.com or wherever I was digesting my information with the deep dive. Um, he seems like a guy that he's not great at like the forty yard dash, but he's he plays a lot faster. In like real time, so he kind of a lot of the criticism reminds me a little bit of Mooney. Actually, I remember Mooney. Yeah, it was sort of like doesn't know what to do with his hands. But Mooney, yeah, right? That that is not what we saw on Sundays with Mooney. So I hope that he has. I I doubt that he would have the same impact as Mooney because he was ridiculous. But give it to us a little bit. And I think he is same probably same position as Anthony Miller, right? I think he's sort of that zebra, like that more slot than outside guy, right?
2: So yeah, that that was gonna be my follow up question. Who's who's out then? Miller? Uh Ridley Ridley or Wims? Someone's gotta go. Is it Miller? I mean they, I know they're trying to drop Miller. There's, we're about due for the rumor that the Bears are trying to trade him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so one of them. Well, do you go. just
1: keep? Do you just keep Miller at this point? Since you obviously couldn't get anything for him, and I doubt anybody's going to trade like a twenty twenty two pick. And I think you only save one million on the cap if you if you drop him. I mean, I don't know. Like worst it, case, you just make him inactive and just keep him on the roster.
2: I mean, they would be they would cut him because of his knucklehead shit. It wouldn't be. I mean, you're not keeping him over Ridley Ridley at this point for you know performance I mean obviously Miller's more valuable than him so I don't know I don't know uh, so who's ret- well, let me ask you this why why can't Daz return kickoffs and punt returns why is this a thing
1: I yeah I I don't know that he can't I just think that um the the 11th Toad, Khalil Herbert, is very good at it, apparently. So I don't know. I don't know that he can't. I, I don't know that he – I'd have to go back. I did not do a, a huge deep dive. He may have returned kickoffs at North Carolina. I don't know. Uh, the only highlights I saw were him uh, uh, returning it, it.
2: I guess that wasn't as much of a question about Daz and uh, the six, six-toed bastard. It was more about why – like I'm, I'm going back to patterson it was, why didn't he return yeah it's about funds?
1: patterson it's a question about, patterson, about patterson. exactly but i think <laughs> yeah, that's
2: yeah. i feel like that's a thing like in the nfl you ha- you can do one or the other but not both and i don't understand that i don't i really don't understand why it's one or the other so uh okay whatever that's all i got daz cool name that's, I, I was trying to figure out what is name. if he if if that was a nickname, it appears to be his real name. I couldn't find any info otherwise. But Daz with two Zs, no. that's a sexy yep. name.
1: His, and I saw that his dad insisted that he had that extra Z. So, Mr. Newsom, thank you so much.
2: That's great. I love it. I love it. I'm in. I'm in on Daz. Right. I think he could be good.
1: I think eh, Why not? Uh, the two more picks that Ryan Pace made. Next one, six rounder, Thomas Graham Jr. cornerback, Oregon Ducks. Do you have any thoughts? Do you have any knowledge? Do you do any research, Dan?
2: I did, and I'll be honest, I'm into him. I'm into Thomas Graham Jr. I call him uh, T.G.J. He, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't have a lot of explanation. He ran a 4-4-8-40. Four, four, uh, looks like he's not very big, but he's a good tackler. Uh, he, they, It just seems like he might have some trouble covering guys, according to his scouting reports. But it seems <laughs> he opted out last year, and I feel like that hurt his draft stock. So this feels like a guy who could stick around. He could, you know, I think he, he seems like he's... He's a he's a good he's a hitter. He likes to hit. Another guy who might bring a little edge to him. I uh, I don't know why. I just have a good feeling about him, and I think he had in forty games at Oregon. He had one hundred forty three tackles and eight interceptions. It seems like he has a knack for getting the ball. So I I love to hear that. Just his problem is he might be a bit small. So, but I'm I'm into it, and I think. I think a cop for him is uh, Kyle Fuller.
1: So I love there's Dan's first cop of the evening. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, um, as you know, I when they drafted him, I thought, okay, I'm glad we have a cornerback. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's great. We've been waiting for a cornerback. We need cornerback depth. Um, and I looked at YouTube for about, Five minutes. Uh, a lot of great highlights. Most of them in big games, and he looked great. He looked like that instinctual. He's always around the ball. I would make a horrible NFL scout, uh, but I, I liked what I saw. <laughs> Disagree. He's he's yeah. He's five eleven. Right, not ideal size for like a starting cornerback probably more made for the slot Ooh yeah give me some nickel baby uh but he could play outside i think is what some scouts said who those scouts are i don't know um so uh yeah not the best athlete in the world but a great football player my comp bills comp mike brown just playing cornerback <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is so great I love your comps so much. Yeah, you would make an amazing scout when you're just you're giving comps that are all past Bears players, maybe ones that have played in the mid to late '80s. Just, just fantastic. I uh, know. I'm I'm gonna go on record. I love Thomas Graham Jr. I think he's gonna be on the team, and he's gonna be a ball hawk.
1: Uh, in all seriousness, and, and again. I am now a huge PFF fan out there saying good things about Bears. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had <laughs> they had him as their number 76 guy on, the, on their big board. Third round. There you go. Great. Awesome. I, I think he was hurt by the opt-out. I do, I do agree with your analysis, your analysis. So thank you, Dan, for bringing the noise there. Let's go to the final pick, the only seventh rounder that we had. His name is... Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his first name, actually. <laughs> Kyrus? 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 Yeah. Tonga. Defensive tackle. Dan's favorite university, BYU. Did you do a deep dive into Kairos Tonga, Dan? Because I know I did.
2: Uh, oh, how deep. Put that ass to sleep. Uh, yeah, this is a guy. He's a big boy. 6'2", 325. Uh, he's, I don't think he's going to play. I don't think he's gonna be a he's gonna be a practice team player, maybe at best. Um, ESPN they said he has violent hands, but not a polished hand fighter. That's kind of cool. That just sounds cool. Uh, He's a run-stuffing nose guard Uh, from a uh, national scout for an NFC team. This is this is the quote from NFL.com. He's all right. He can beat up on smaller centers. But he's not the same guy when he has to play against someone who is his size. End quote. I just like the starts. He's all right, and I w- would love if that was a Bears scout who said that he's all right. If it's a, if it's a smaller guy, he could beat the shit out of him. But if they're the same size, he's in trouble. Uh, yeah, not. I'm not super impressed. I'll, I'll and I'll be honest. The BYU part, yeah, that definitely plays into it. Well, am I supposed to be excited that he? He played against Coastal Carolina. No offense, Ira, you're not you're not selling me on it. Not impressed. Practice team player, but I'm interested to hear your cob.
1: So I'm pretty excited about Tonga. I'm I'm very excited. He, my only negative, if I were if I were scouting, is that he's 25 years old. Oh my uh, God, yeah. Oh, he's a mission the, guy. I did see the, you. Yeah. You mission, yes. yeah. He originally. Um, He committed to the University of Utah, Salt Lake City, not as weird as Provo, but then he got weird and committed to Provo and then immediately went on a mission. So, Tonga, you cost yourself some money there, buddy. Hope it was worth it. Feeding the poor. Um, So he, I think he's going to be good, if not great. The main criticism about him is that his lack of conditioning so you cannot play him a lot of snaps in a row, fine. No big deal. He knocks down a lot of passes. Um, Okay, and this is real, but, again, you know, take this with a grain of salt based off the source. Bleacher Report, I don't know if they know what they're talking about. He, they had Tonga, (laughs) they had him listed as the fourth best defensive lineman in the draft, a second-round grade.
2: Just stop it! Just stop it! There's
1: I'm I'm buying into it. I'm okay, buying in hundred percent.
2: Right. So either so why did he slide to seven? If if he's a second because he's twenty, from...
1: he's twenty five and he's fat.
2: <laughs> Sounds like a good show on MTV. Twenty five and fat.
1: So um, Bill's comp for uh, for yes. Tonga, Keith Trailer. Oh Jesus Christ! Is he dead? Trailer dead? I don't think so. I think, no, Robert Tractor Trailer is dead from Michigan. Oh, you're basketball. right.
2: He's dead. Good call. Um, speaking of BYU, did you ever see uh, Book of Mormon?
1: I did. I saw it in the Chicago Theater. Awesome.
2: Maybe my favorite uh, Broadway show. Do we call those Broadway shows? Musicals? What do we call those?
1: One of those. Because um, I didn't see
2: it on Broadway. <laughs> kids can't call it a Broadway show.
1: No, it's like on. It's like on Dearborn or something yeah. <laughs> in Yeah, great show.
2: I loved it. Amazing yeah. show.
1: Yeah, fantastic.
2: Taysom Hill um, was in it, the the one I saw. He was in it, just yeah. standing in the back with his arms crossed, just shaking his head in anger, shaking his fist like this mm. as he was soaking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be surprising. You know what? I wonder like, if we went back and watched it as 40-year-old adults, if – there may have been some soaking jokes that we didn't catch at twenty five or whenever it came. I feel I feel like it came out like fifteen years ago, right? I don't know. Did you just okay, let's did you just find out
2: did you find out about soaking from me? Not yes. like in, yeah. in, in action, yeah. but just didn't, from words. And
1: never yep, never heard of okay. it. I've yep. known
2: about the soaking thing for a while, so but I have friends who are Mormon, so uh Yeah, that's great. Okay, let's move on from that. Uh, we got anything else on your boy Tonga? I get we could do some uh, undrafted free agents. I got a little bit on that as well. Yeah,
1: I, I only have okay. one note on on undrafted free agents, but I want to hear your thoughts first.
2: Well, you who who's your note? Give me your note first, and then I'll run through the rest.
1: Charles Snowden. Yep. Okay. Uh, edge rusher, Virginia, um, The Athletic, where Kevin Fishsticks works, and Dan Pompey just greasing everybody's oil with his dick. Uh, they rated him as the number one available undrafted free agent. Bears scooped him up. Uh, just kind of a, a quick synopsis of pros and cons. He's The question about him is positional and scheme-related fit, so he has to be on the right team, as everybody does, so that's a stupid criticism. Uh, he's rangy. People see him as a hybrid 3-4 rush, edge rusher, perfect for the bears we have a three four bills comp for charles snowden not to be confused with edward snowden hbo documentary Uh, charles snowden my comp (laughs) Leonard
2: floyd oh jesus christ uh i actually might not be bad because he's six six right six six skinny as fuck yep but he's uh um he broke his ankle, right? Otherwise, I, NFL.com had him as a fourth-round grade, if not maybe for his broken ankle. So that that must have been pretty serious, the surgery and all that. But Edward Snowden, is he still in Russia? Is that where he's at? He's the uh, bel- yeah, spilling so. uh, NSA secrets, right?
1: I think so, and I think he may be in the 2022 Olympics as a speed skater. Is that true? No.
2: Oh, okay. Good to know. All right. I don't know where to go from there. Uh, okay, so you have uh, Charles Edward Snowden. I like. I like him. I think that was a good good signing. He's going to be awesome. Leonard Floyd. Uh, do you want me to run through my notes from the other guys here? Yes, please. We'll yeah. just we'll just hammer through them quick. Uh, defensive lineman Thomas Schaefer from Stanford. Uh, he's six seven two oh one. Big boy. Uh, he's from Austria. I always want to say, whenever I see Austria, I immediately see Australia. Do you do that, or is that just yes. me? Yes, is it just no. my dumb brain? All the time. Okay, no. I got excited because I thought we had an Australian, and I could just shout "Good day, mate!" at uh, any moment. But uh, he somehow played uh, football in Lake Forest, high school football in Lake Forest. He was wow. like a highly regarded recruit, and he went to Stanford. So, good job, Lovey Smith, on that one. uh, Keeping him in state. Uh, Okay, defensive tackle Sam Kamara. He went to Stony Brook. Uh, Where is Stony Brook? Do you know? New York. Is it?
1: Did you hear me? Yeah, New York. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: New York. Okay, I have no idea where Stony Brook is, uh, but that sounds good. I believe you. Uh, He went to – he first-team all-conference in high school at Great Middlesex Conference. I just wanted to say, great Middlesex conference. That's all I got. Yes. On him.
1: Uh, Any? F- yeah, yeah. Follow up question, Dan. Um, yeah. Have you ever been the cream middle of an Oreo cookie during sexual relations?
2: Can you walk me through what that is?
1: Have you ever seen Wild Things? No then i can't walk you through it
2: okay then no is my answer to that all right uh congratulations sam Kamara, for being first team all conference in high school at great middlesex conference Uh, linebacker caleb johnson uh went to houston baptist c62220 got nothing else on him good good stuff Uh, offensive tackle from northwestern gunner vogel 6'6", 3'10". Grandfather played uh, at Ohio State and played for the Colts, Baltimore Colts. Bob Vogel, of course, we all remember him. Uh, Gunner's just a cool name. He won't make the team. Gabe Cervenka was an offensive lineman for Clemson. Uh, he went undrafted after f- during last year's draft, uh, but started 23 games on the offensive line for Clemson. So I don't know what happened there. I like, literally couldn't figure out what what happened with this dude. But he went to Clemson's Pro Day this year. So I don't know if he skipped it. I have no idea. But somehow he played at Clemson. He was an offensive lineman. He can't be that bad, right? Um, yeah. It, I did see that he did, uh, he did 44 reps on the 225 bench test. That's fucking awesome. It's a strong dude. So, uh, good for you, Gabe Servenka. Uh, and then the last one I have here is another running back, C.J. Maribel from Coastal Carolina. Shout out Ira. Uh, he had a bio that was way too long on the Coastal Carolina website, so I didn't read it because uh, I wasn't interested in that. Uh, against BYU, ooh, I mentioned this earlier. Uh, Tonga playing against BYU. Against BYU, CJ had 132 yards rushing and two touchdowns. So that was against your boy Tonga. So,
1: eh, who won? You're that gonna one? love. You're gonna love Tonga. You are like that dude. I so I mentioned the Daz Newsome. I gambled a lot on UNC. I also gambled either for or against BYU because they were the only team playing, like, on ESPN2 on a Saturday night sometimes against some random-ass school. I do remember Tonga, and he he was evident. Like, you saw it, Like, he made an impact, but uh, so pro-Tonga, just in a vacuum, against Tonga, he was playing, like, North Carolina AT&T. AT&T! <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina... <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's
2: where all the good phone people come. Out of North Carolina... AT&T, baby. I, Comcast what, I, sucks. I, fuck you, Comcast. I I don't hate Tonga, just for the record. I just don't think he's going to – I don't think we'll see him on the field on Sundays or Mondays because we'll r- probably run through the schedule later this episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Any other uh, draft picks that we signed and or drafted?
2: nope and i nope 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 i don't know that i we, is any other random draft stuff we want to talk about we want to talk about the green bay stuff now or we want to wait yeah, on that.
1: We've, we've we've gone a bit long here but i think this is our only remaining football segment on the show <laughs> so we pro- <laughs> so we probably need to mention the aaron Rodgers drama don't we um
2: we do want- but i want to say that you and i had a conversation about how we'll keep this episode brief And this segment in itself has just crossed over the 46 minute mark. So that was a lie. That was a fucking lie. Uh, Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is he, I mean, Thursday was just a great day all around. Aaron Rodgers says he's not, we reports he's never playing for the Packers again. I mean, that's, that's bear Chicago bears fan pornography. And then we draft Justin Fields. I will just say right now, Aaron Rodgers is playing week one for the Packers I don't believe it for a second I mean I believe that there's a rift but they're gonna figure it out and he's gonna play so we, we just can't have all these good things happen to us all at once right that can't happen we're Bears fans
1: yeah I I know I reluctantly agree with your analysis here um Although Mark Schlereth and all of his sweaty, gassy, chilly, he's convinced that he's coming to Denver. Uh, he put out a tweet on I Thursday saw that, night yep. being like basically guaranteeing, unless, although I love the qualifier, unless <laughs> things go south, he's going to be. Well, but it is fun. It is interesting, though. It did catch my eye that, you know, they passed on Mac Jones and Justin Fields at, what, number eight or nine or whatever the fuck they were. Do you think they did so thinking that they could grab Rodgers after June 1st when the cap hit is not as severe for the Packers? That's, that'd be overly optimistic from Denver's perspective, right? You remind me where Bridgewater landed? Did he
2: land in Denver? Bingo. Yes, he did. Okay. So, I mean, maybe they think why flood the quarterback? I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm not reading as much into the quarterback. Not drafting a quarterback for Denver because they they'll just ride out the Bridgewater Drew Lock thing for a little bit longer. I don't know. Schlereth though, yeah, he gave himself like I'm hearing Rodgers is a sure thing, but maybe it won't happen. So he'll be either way he'll be like I told you it wasn't going to happen. Buy my salsa. I don't uh, I don't know I don't know where Rodgers could end up. I mean San Fran that was the funny thing is Thursday morning. It came out before the Rogers news that San Fran was trying to trade for him. And everyone just kind of laughed at it. Like the fuck, like get out of here, San Fran. What are you talking about? Obviously in league circles, they knew that Rogers was unhappy. So it was a valid call to the Packers to be like, Hey, we'll give you this third pick. Give us Rogers. we will be good to go. And that San Fran team with Rogers would have been fucking scary. Very scary.
1: Let me ask you this, Dan. Okay, I know this is very hard to do, but picture yourself as a Packers fan. Okay? It's Thursday, it's draft day. You're excited. It's the first, like, you know, NFL related thing that's happened in a while. You wake up, you're pumped, and you see the reports that Aaron Rodgers says, you know, sure, I'd love to come back to the Packers. If you fire Brian Gunskunst, um, like, where where do your loyalties lie? Because he's, you know, Rodgers is 37. He's the reigning M- Did he win MVP last year? I think he did. Yep. And you got mm-hmm. uh, Jordan Love, who may or may not be able to play. But, you know, I'm sure the Packers brass loves him, right? Because he, he's their guy. He's, he's Goonskunst guy. Um, how uncomfortable are you if you're a Green Bay Packers fan right now?
2: I would have trouble eating my tombstone pizza. I'll tell you that much. I, w- I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't think he's. Le- I, I think they're gonna figure it out. I think this is just Rogers. I think Rodgers is a high maintenance bitch, and I think he's just gonna. Be, he just wants to be. He just wants attention. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with that guy. He sucks. I think he's an asshole. In The pa- the Packers fans that I talk to, they they seem bummed out. But I'll be honest, they don't seem surprised. They f- I feel like they're just like, yeah, this feels like a long time coming because they haven't done a ton to support him. Oh, come, 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 come. It doesn't seem like they've done a lot to build around him. So, you know, it's kind of, I guess he has a reason to be upset. But he's also just a prickly bitch. He's just a little bitch. And so, yeah. uh, I think it's not a surprise, but I think they'll figure it out. I just don't think there's, if I'm the Packers, I'm not, I'm not trading them. I mean, if he, if the Denver wants them, they're going to, they're going to know the, that he wants to leave. So they're not going to have to give up much for him, Right. They don't have to offer much. There's really not many other landing places for them unless I mean, it would be interesting if San Fran went back to the Packers and said, we'll give you Trey Lance for Rodgers. We'll just do a clean swap here. You start over with this project. He's better than Jordan Love probably, and we'll all just move on with our lives. I mean, it wouldn't be just that, obviously, but I don't know. I, I a, The Packers fans seem – from what I can tell, and I, I can't picture myself as a Packers fan because I can, because uh, I'm not a I'm not a, a fucking loser. It says the, says the Bears fan It's rooting for a team that just constantly loses. Um, I don't know. I I just I feel like they're not surprised. They're sad, but not surprised.
1: Yeah, this all. It's it's great. That's why we pay you the big bucks at Zero Dying Stand to really break down a uh, an awkward situation. Um, did you know, Dan? This I didn't realize this till, till I don't know if it was Thursday or Friday during draft weekend, but that Matt Patrichichichichka is back with the Patriots, and his title is assistant to the head coach.
2: Did you? I didn't. Did you know that? No, I know. Ew. Why?
1: I know. Gross.
2: I do love Dan Campbell at the with the Lions. That's this is going to be a very fun, laughable Lions era with Jared Goff and Dan Campbell talking about biting kneecaps. And I, I, I don't. They're going to be who.
1: so horrible, aren't they? They're, They're going to be horrible.
2: horrible. They really should have. Who did they even take? They take a lineman.
1: That was a lineman. That remember the yeah. the. Uh, uh, I know the last segment. I think we recorded about twelve hours ago, but the GM <laughs> said that if he had a oh, quarterback that's right. significantly they took the, above, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, whatever the yes. fuck is, no, 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 you're good. Uh, and Lamont Doinks, we we both love him from Grey Balls and and you know personal life. He, I think uh, my sister Maggie Doinks walked, or he or she said that Lamont walked out of the room. He's a big Detroit guy. When they drafted him because he wanted, I think he wanted Fields. Okay. I think he wanted Fields because he knows Jared Goff is trash.
2: <laughs> yeah. So they're they're fucking clueless and. Yeah. Yeah, I completely forgot we did talk about that uh, in, a, in the segment that was uh, about an hour and ten minutes ago at this point. So, yeah, I don't remember shit. The hams are slapping.
1: Um. That's okay. That's totally fine. A uh, quick shout-out before we hit the one-hour mark on this segment uh, to the Irish Bears Show, who live uh, <laughs> i just said lime. <laughs> they live they live-streamed their reactions to all the NFL picks on YouTube. Um— our own fan and egg, Anthony and Cork. He was the bell of the ball. I don't know if you were able to log in, Dan, or if you were in the middle of yelling at a Comcast guy. But can you imagine staying up till like four a.m. to see if Rico Parmigiana was drafted by your beloved Bears?
2: I can't imagine it. But uh, sorry, I did not get a chance to see it because yes, fuck Comcast. It sounds electric. And Rico Parmigiana, did he? Was he Mister Irrelevant? He wasn't. It wasn't a special teams player, I can tell you that. It's
1: unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Lost that wager. Speaking of wagers, coming up, hams and spreads featuring Rick Fieldsman. Dan, I think we've done all the talking about the Bears uh, picks and a little bit of NFL talk in between. This has been, I think, literally the longest segment in three years of Zero Dunks. Thank (laughs) you for being here with me. It's been great. My comp for you, Dan, is Mary Jesus' lover. Is that her name? Or is that her is that Jesus' mom? Was that was that the mom of Jesus? Jesus didn't
2: have a mom. Oh wait, well, yeah, she did. Mary Maglad Magladorian. Mag- Mag- <laughs> Mag- <laughs> Sorry, Jesus did have a mom. Jesus Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Jesus Christ. So that's my comp I don't know. For you. I'm ca- I don't know. I'm Catholic.
1: Same with me, but I think I just logged into NFL.com and I I looked at <laughs> looked at the analysis of you as Mary the Mandalorian and <laughs> hand, <laughs> hands were too slippery to be drafted.
2: Well, your comp for me is uh I've never seen Lord of the Rings, but is his name Gollum? I think so. Is he like a little troll guy? Is that That's you.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. I a- appreciate it. You're very good it. at
2: tangibles. Good intangibles.
1: Your tangibles are good, but your intangibles are lacking. This has been the rest of the NFL draft analysis on Zara Darks.
2: Sorry it's so long. My penis.
1: That's what Mary Magdalene said. <laughs> Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread.
0: Zero dykes. Yes. Yes. Zero dykes. Yes. Go. Zero dykes. Push the ball. Push the ball.
1: Hams and bread.
0: Go! up! Yeah. So yes! Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread! Let's go!
2: Welcome to Ham's East spreads Maybe this segment will be a bit shorter than the last one. Sorry, not sorry for that. Uh, we got Rick.
0: Rick's picks. Rick's picks and dicks. Uh, oh, wait.
2: Happy birthday to Rick. It's birthday today. Happy birthday, Rick.
1: How old is he? Do you know? 69.
0: Ugh.
1: Yeah, he is. Uh, Rick, we're going to kick it to you spoiler alert i listened to your segment and had to edit a lot of it so thank you happy birthday you know you know why rick you know why hi this is rick fieldsman
0: hams and spreads hams and spreads rick fieldsman hams hands and hands and spreads rick fieldsman hams and spreads Hams and spreads,
1: Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads,
2: our buddy Rick Fieldsman.
1: Hams and spreads, hams
0: and spreads. Hams and spreads, hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman, Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman's my dad. Hams and spreads, featuring me, Rick Fieldsman.
3: This is Rick Fieldsman. I am live from my bicycle right now. Probably a little bit windy. Might be a little out Let's take taking some laps around my driveway. This is hands and spreads. The segment within hands and bread. The segment within zero dogs. I could use some water. Anyways, we had the hottest draft in Chicago history in the whole world, and we got Justin Fields. He is. The best quarterback of all time. 13-4. Super Bowl City. Justin Fields is the man. You came here for the hot, hot picks. I am picking against the Bulls every, the next three games. and Spreads pick one against the Bulls. and Spreads pick two against the Bulls. and Spreads pick three. Picking money is 10 of the week. Rich Money's Pick of the Week is brought to you by Goose Tube, the hottest pick against the Bulls. There you have it. We got the hottest picks. Ah, I hope I'll have a heart attack. I just want to thank all you guys. Appreciate it. And as always, i going up the window. You're
0: crazy for this one, Rick.
1: And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment Ham's and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman.
0: Rick Fieldsman is the smartest person in the world. Rick Fieldsman can make
1: you a lot of money. Oh, wow, Rick. Thank you for all of your expertise there. He joined us from a very strange place, Dan. I know you have not listened to it yet. He was exercising during his segment. Oh,
2: are you sure he wasn't fucking?
1: Oh, he might have been. Happy birthday. Who do you think who do you think rick gets intimate with because he is not married
2: the hamburglar
1: do they involve happy meals at all or the toys from a happy meal or no, no like just, a cookie maybe a cookie
2: just just grimace is there just standing in the corner going <laughs>
1: <laughs> boing boing
2: boing 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 <laughs> Is that what Grimace does? I don't even know. Does Grimace talk? Hey, hey, Rick. Your balls look great, Rick. Boing, 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 boing. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I don't know.
2: Hey, it's me, the Hamburglar. (laughs) I'm going to steal a burger after you're done. Give it to me, Rick. Hey, Rick. Boing, 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 boing. I don't know why they're just saying, hey, Rick. <laughs> like, Rick doesn't know Grimace <laughs> is standing in the corner the big fat purple guy, just standing there is, saying, boing, boing, boing. Of course Rick knows he's there. Shut up, Grimace. Is
1: Is Grimace like, you see, I'm like one of those bouncy balls like if you're you know about to give birth balls wait i don't think those are the same things (laughs) maybe they're not i've I've been watching lennox hill on uh, netflix so i have a lot of like weird hospital images in my mind have you ever watched this show (laughs) what is it sorry i lost you there for a second bridgerton It's okay, lennox Lennox, no, Lennox Hill on Netflix. It's a it's a documentary about uh, New York, either ER or, uh, no, you, you're shaking your head.
2: No, I know Lennox Lewis. Good. That's it.
1: hmm I met Lennox Lewis in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, asked for his autograph, and he pretty much told me to go fuck myself, and I was like 13.
2: <laughs> but you neglected to say, when, when you asked him for an autograph, he went, boing, 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 boing
1: exactly do you have any um i don't know what there is to gamble on right now um i know rick offered his best advice do you have any advice for our very erotic audience uh
2: baseball i've been betting on baseball a little bit that's been fun bet against the cubs as much as he can uh no i don't have much right now it's a little slow a little slow right now oh you bet against the bulls too that'll that'll win you some money
1: all right so you just nailed exactly what rick talked about oh okay whoops (laughs) yeah which is great no no that's great it's not a spoiler alert the audience already heard it and hopefully coach q's uh cleaned up the audio i sent him the audio to make it audible for our audience you can
2: listen to us on audible if you want to hear about us uh about Rick getting banged by the uh, Hamburglar. You can hear it on Audible. Are they a sponsor, Bill? I feel like they might not be.
1: They're not, although I was just contacted by Anchor, who said, hey, you might want to charge your audience for this bullshit that you put out on a weekly basis. And I'm thinking, I don't no. think that's a good idea. Yeah, no. Yeah. We we want to give it to you free zero doings audience give it to me free baby right
2: like like the Hamburglar. yeah yeah no i'm not get out of here grow up anchor grow up no i don't have any other gambling tips i i don't know gamble responsibly
1: this has been america's most reliable gambling segment hams and bread with a little bit of hams and spreads right in the beginning Happy birthday, Rick. We love you.
2: Happy birthday, Rick. Nice balls.
1: weirdest big 10 minute and i love it so much <laughs> big 10 minute.
2: a bunch of fat pale midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. you love the illini and i have a life i bleed orange and blue gophers minus three is my pick i respect your love for the illini shove it shove it shove it row 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 shove 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 i'm like pretty much the only gopher fan that people know
0: Papa,
1: all these people, I'm, I'm indecent. <laughs> Don't worry, Patricia, they're friends. Zero dykes. home of the greatest analysis you've ever heard. Uh, apologies, thank you, and you're welcome for listening, especially our new listeners. Sorry about the nearly one hour analysis of rounds two through seven for the Bears, <laughs> But uh, and, and
2: undrafted free agents. Don't forget them.
1: <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, we're having a great time. We are high on life thanks to Justin Fields being the new Christ. <laughs> we're very religious this episode, but not really. And you anti.
2: can raise me up on Justin's wings. Ha, ba, ha, ba, ba, ba. ba. Rick he had banged by Hamburgler. That's it.
0: And
1: hold you in the anus of Mons Venus. <laughs> that made no sense. No. Nope, but I love this. Look a beautiful voice. Um, you do too. This is the big ten minute. <laughs> <laughs> We want to talk about (laughs) were any Illini or Gophers drafted or signed from (laughs) uh, during draft weekend. Dan, go. You're the Gophers guy. Go.
2: Yes. uh, Rashad Bateman got drafted in the first round by the Baltimore Ravens. A few picks ahead of the Packers, which was great. I was really worried. I was going to see Bateman play against the Bears twice a year. That doesn't happen. Uh, second round Gophers, second or third round not a big research guy Gophers, <laughs> cornerback Benjamin St. Jajuju? Nope, I don't remember his, I, I don't know how to say his last name He got drafted by the Washington football team Big time overrated guy I think he kind of borderline stinks He's going to be bad They shouldn't have drafted him So uh, that's it, only two Gophers drafted, don't know about Undrafted free agent signings unless you have those notes for the gophers
1: no i have no gophers notes i never do because i do not want to spoil any ink i want all of that octopus excrement on your paper not mine let's talk about the illini the illini had uh kendrick green center he was drafted in the third round by the steelers great fit I I, uh, I was on Twitter, and a lot of Steelers fans are like, is this a good pick? And I responded immediately, like, this is a great pick. You're going to fall in love with him. I, I justified him. He's from Peoria. Uh, fifth round, Nate Hobbs, cornerback drafted by the Las Vegas Raiders. Great pick. I wanted the Bears to get him, but I'm kind of glad they didn't because he might end up sucking. Um, two I were signed after the draft. Linebacker Milo Eifler Signed by the Jets. He'll probably make the team because the Jets blow. And wide receiver Josh, baby. Signed by the Jag Uh Owned by um, Saja Khan. What's Khan's first name? Shah, Shah,
2: Shah or Shad. Something like that, right?
1: Yeah, Shad. A little too close to Chad for me.
2: Great mustache.
1: He's fun oh, to look at. Yeah. Top notch. Are the top Jags right? back? Are
2: they no. Back? mm I think they're going to stink again. Urban Meyer is going to fake a heart injury after, like, 10 games and then go back and coach uh, USC. That's going to be his move. He's going to do a Nick Saban.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, he is. Um, Dan, I stumbled upon <clears throat> an interesting tidbit about um, – well, I'm just going to dive into it. Can you give me the floor for a minute, Dan? Do you mind?
2: Uh, of course
1: okay zach wilson you know drafted number two by the jets quarterback from dan's favorite university birmingham, birmingham young <laughs> bring him young jesus christ too many hams okay so this is a quote that i saw somewhere online okay mike wilson this is zach's dad quote this is during zach wilson's recruitment What college is he going to choose? Mike Wilson says, quote, Coach P.J. Fleck had this big thing where he would always talk about row the boat. Zach didn't know what it was, and I didn't know what it was. They had a bunch of conversations, and at the end, their big sell was to get P.J. Fleck on the phone with Zach. So he gets on the phone, and they're talking for a few minutes, and P.J. keeps talking about row the boat, row the boat, and Zach just looks at me and says, What does row the boat mean? At the end of this big, long conversation, Coach Fleck is laying it out hard, Ooh, and he's a great motivator, and at the end he goes, Zach, are you ready to to row the boat with me? And Zach goes, I'm sorry, Coach, I can't row the boat. End quote. (laughs) Zach Wilson could have been a gopher. But PJ Fleck creeped him out too much. it takes a lot to creep out a guy that ended up at BYU right or am I wrong
2: you're not wrong um hmm that's a lot to unpack there well Zach Wilson's gonna stink so you're not gonna get me to talk bad about PJ Fleck on that one definitely a weird conversation uh. How does he not know about row the boat? Everybody knows row the boat. Literally everyone knows about row the boat. How does Zach Wilson, is he too busy being, oh, I'm a rich boy, I don't, I own too many TVs, I can't keep track of all of them, oh, my family owns NetJets or whatever it is, oh, I'm just a rich boy, I have a punchable face, fuck that guy, you could, you could never row the boat, Zach, that's why you were a pussy and you had to go to BYU, couldn't play with the big boys. Well, guess what? Congratulations for weaseling your way into New York. You're going to get eaten alive. You suck. You suck, Zach Wilson. Or we'll row the boat on your fucking face.
1: No, I. that did not sound defensive at all. It just <laughs> didn't. <laughs> it really didn't. I could picture, like, I know you and I know the row the boat thing a lot. You know, certainly Western Michigan fans do. They're still doing it with tears rolling down their cheeks. But it would be kinda of like this is a this is a weird dude from Utah and there's no context and you're saying, hey, row the boat with me, buddy. Like that would be kinda of weird. I don't want to see it from from Zach's point of view. I don't. But I kinda got it when I saw it in print. I kinda did. Like, PJ, lay off the cocaine.
2: Uh yeah, I guess if you're reading a transcript from Zach Wilson's dad and what he says happened. Okay, maybe that seems weird, but do we believe what Zach Wilson's dad says? No. I saw his dumb face on draft night. I don't believe a fucking word he's saying. I'm sure uh, Zach was very well aware what row the boat meant, and he just was being a little bitch about it, and he was too scared. Oh, I'm too scared. I can't play in the Big Ten. Oh, I'm a big pussy. I want to play against Coastal Carolina and utah
0: maybe oh i'm a pussy i don't drink coffee
2: so fuck that family no row the boat row the boat solid pj knew exactly what he was doing and he knew immediately he hung up that phone he goes you know what zach wilson's a pussy i don't want him on my team Can't you won't row the boat with me i need real men to row the boat not little pussy boys uh
1: dan um On a related note, are you nervous about what Brett Bielema is doing in recruiting? Because he is, he, like every day I basically wake up to a text, an alert text from Jeremy Warner saying that Illinois has a fresh commit for their 2022, I was going to say their draft class, that doesn't make any sense, their recruiting class, and most of them are from the state of Illinois. I don't think PJ's going to do as much damage in the land of Lincoln anymore now that Lovey is the defensive coordinator for the Texans. Fuck you, PJ.
2: So you're telling me Olin Crutes has more kids coming out of the woodwork to commit at Illinois? Congratulations, buddy. That's great news. Um, no, I literally you sound have, nervous no, I, right now. You sound you I, sound really nervous. I honestly have no, I've not heard of one recruit that uh, Bert has has pulled in. All I hear coming out of a is, "Oh, we're losing all of our assistant basketball coaches. Oh no, our basketball players are transferring. Oh no, so yeah, it's too much of that talk I don't hear anything about football i don't I don't even know if Bielema's still around. I don't know. I think he had to leave to save money to pay the assistant basketball coaches, so um, no, I don't even know who you're talking about right now, so I'm happy for you though, Bill. I'm happy that you're happy.
1: I am I've never heard you have this type of attitude. <laughs> like I've I've never seen you sweat and I've seen you in Vegas at a blackjack table. I have seen you put down way too much cash on a sporting event in Nevada. I have seen you eating breakfast and getting yelled at for having a wife and, and i have face. never seen you left you. out the fat face part <laughs> right i've never seen you against the ropes like you are right now i feel like the big 10 west is my oyster to suck out of no you don't yeah. suck out of an oyster you suck out of the shell i know that was gross um oh speaking of which have you seen that weird seafood uh netflix documentary about hey you shouldn't eat seafood <laughs>
2: You are so into the weeds On uh, Netflix dec- documentaries Are you trolling me right now? You know I literally don't have Fucking internet right now at my house So I think it's really Disrespectful to ask me if I've seen uh, Just have casually of time to watch All these shows It seems kind of mean, Bill um, No the Big Ten West is Runs through Minneapolis And everybody knows that It has for years <laughs>
0: That's fierce.
1: Um, All I know is that Illinois football has been the two BCS bowls. I know the BCS is not a thing anymore, but that's not relevant to this conversation. (laughs) That's right. doesn't count anymore. Fuck you. Should college football extend its playoff to 64 teams? Go.
2: (laughs) Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, It should be eight at least. 64 might be aggressive, but. I'm not going to argue with more playoff football. Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Who who complains about who would complain is, about that? I know. Nobody should. What is um Illinois State's uh level? What are they Is it 8 teams or is it 16? <laughs> I think
2: it's 16. I can I it's 16. I got no, no other not? follow up to that.
1: Is Jerry Kill still alive? That's my follow up.
2: Doubt it. Fuck that
1: guy. Jerry Kill is dead. This has been the Big Ten Minute, which somehow went to nearly 13 minutes, even though we had nothing to talk about. Um, thank you, Dan, for not asking me about Orlando Antigua and, and Chin Coleman. Likely leaving Illinois' basketball coaching staff to go to Kentucky. I mean, I poked, Thank you for not asking me.
2: I poked around it. I made fun of Illinois' assistant basketball coaches. You just didn't take I know. the bait.
1: No. You poked, and I turned it against you with Zach Wilson and his fat dad. His Fuck dad's Zach really Wilson. fat. He's Yay, really fu- fat and tall. Why isn't Zach Wilson that tall then? His dad's like dad looks like he's 6'7".
2: I don't know. Uh, his family looked like they were ready to storm the Capitol. If you know what I mean?
1: I think I do. His mom, uh Mark. Again, second time we're referencing Mark from North Carolina, and I think Coach Cuse. They were talking about Zach's mom. Zach's mom's hot. Is is Zach's mom hot? I couldn't tell if that was a mom or an aunt or a sister or uh, a second wife. Uh, can you can you shed some light?
2: i felt like it was i felt like there were multiple moms there and i don't know if that feeds into the the utah scene i'll just leave it at that uh i don't know i have no idea she was not unattractive she was fine
1: okay no that's good um okay i think we was gonna no, leave it at that she <laughs>
2: was no grimace i'll tell you that
1: much boing 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 hey rick I'm in the corner, videotaping all of this. I got nothing. This has been the Big Ten Minute, America's favorite analysis of the world's greatest football conference and basketball conference, Illinois, number one preseason basketball next year, assuming Kofi comes back.
2: Row, 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 shove, shove, shove.
1: Here we go. Hams, hams, and Ted. Hams, 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 and Ted. Hams, 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 and Ted. Hams, 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 and Ted. Baseball Talk. Here we go. Hams and Ted. Ooh la la. So that's little Egypt doing the
0: hoochie-coochie,
2: eh, Dad? shit, All right, Baseball Talk, here we go. Uh, let's start with the Cubs. Fuck the Cubs. Trade Chris Bryant. Trade them all. They're hitting a little bit. Who cares? Pitching sucks. Who cares? Kyle Hendricks sucks. Who cares? That's it. Fuck you, Cubs. Bill, over to you.
1: Okay, White Sox. Nobody cares right now either. They're tied for the wild card lead. Who cares? Everybody's hurt. I think Luis Robert died today. He may be out for... Five to six months. Fuck you, Tony Larusa. You put a curse. Actually, Jerry Reinsdorf put a curse on the franchise. Tony Larusa, you deserve a lot of shit. But Jerry Reinsdorf deserves more shit. Fuck you, Jerry Reinsdorf, for putting this Paul on the franchise. You hurt Eloy Jimenez. You hurt Lewis Robert. You hurt Tim Anderson earlier. You hurt Lance Lynn earlier. You gave Dylan Cease COVID. You have given. Fucking Lucas Giolito, an inconsistent pile of garbage that he is thrown to. You don't play Andrew Vaughn enough. Fuck you. Fuck you, Jerry Reinsdorf. Fuck you, Tony La Russa. You're a drunk. I fucking hate you. I'm pretty sure that some White Sox player is going to die during the season because you're Black Cloud because, hey, I'm a Hall of Fame person. I'm a Hall of Fame person, and I just hit a median because I'm 79 years old and I haven't been a manager for at least 10 years. Thod even knows that I'm a piece of shit. Fuck you, White Sox. Fuck you, Jerry Reinsdorf. Not fuck you, Thod. I love you it's been hams and ted from my perspective
2: thanks so much bill love you go bears tony larousse is a drunk
1: hey guys it's season three have you ever wanted to follow us do it at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Instagram at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs wet, wet, wild. If the hams are a-slapping, don't come a-slapping. If the hams are a-slapping, don't come a-slapping. At Zero Duinks. Follow us. Zero Dunks, this has been one for the books. This might be over four hours. I hope that you watch this while watching Schindler's List. You turn that volume down, you listen to Zero Dunks, and I'm sure all of the vocals will match up perfectly, especially when Dan talks about Grimace in a weird corner at a McDonald's. I didn't totally get it, but I loved it, and I've been at midnight ever since. Dan, Justin Fields is the Bears quarterback. I still don't believe it i I don't know what to do with this information.
2: things feel good today was victory Monday as we're recording this as as everyone mentioned on the radio and it it feels that way. I can't believe it either. I don't know when it will officially settle in training camp I guess. will we get to see any training camp this year? Probably not I love it i I don't know I don't know what else to say it's it's fucking great. And the Jenkins piece is is just nice. He and Jenkins feel like they could be long-term solutions for us into the future, and I love every second of it. Good job, Ryan Pace. You had a good week.
1: Don't downplay Larry Borum (laughs) also at right tackle. He only has to beat out Jermaine DeFetti.
2: I don't see it happening, but I hope you're right. Who cares? I got, I'm not t- attached to Germaine Affairi. Is he Italian? He's Italian, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. He, I think he has a tattoo of a plate of spaghetti on his, I don't know if it's his right testicle or his left.
2: Ricca Parmigiana. Did you uh, you have any reports from uh, Disney? You got any follow-ups since the last time we talked?
1: Yes, so uh, loyal listeners, obviously if you made it this far, you've listened from hour one to hour three, and you've heard some nuggets of sound that I recorded in Disney, live and hot. Uh, Disney was awesome. We surprised my nine-year-old daughter and five-year-old son. We left on a Thursday morn, and we came back on a Monday night. Um, Disney was great. We had to wear our masks. That's fine. Mask up America. We're not out of this yet. Fauci, ouchie. I have a Fauci, ouchie. Um, we went on a lot of rides. We spent our time in the Magic Kingdom and Epcot Center and the Grand Floridian and, uh, tried to drink where I could. Thank thank you, Disney, for understanding that parents need to drink, uh, Thank you so much. Um, Carousel of Progress, big highlight. Do you have any questions specific to the Carousel of Progress, Dan?
2: Yeah, has it gotten any creepier, less creepier? Uh, was the guy hitting on his daughter still?
1: Did any hands fall off? Give it. Give me your review. <laughs> so um, better than I remember, to be honest. Um, the dad was more perverted than I remember, and and there's some some sound drops here that will prove it (laughs) um the dog was not nearly as wet as i remember rover he seemed a bit dry but his tail was more waggy than i remember at strange times uh my kids i think they sincerely like it like they laughed at the puns that were thrown out there even if they didn't totally get it which i respect i was totally fine with that um the uh, uh okay, the last scene. Do you remember the last scene last time you were there at Disney where they're like in the future, quote unquote, but it's yes. like probably nineteen ninety-nine. And uh so the what the main thing that I, the my main takeaway was the main character, the guy, I can't remember his name, Brian maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he uh <laughs> i feel like he stroked out at one point because he started like reaching for pans that weren't there and like pots like I, (laughs) i went on it twice and the second time i was really zeroed in like okay remember to zero in on brian zero in on brian and he was he was so handsy um at one point like on the on the disney app those that have gone lately or whatever who gives a fuck you can like look at the the time for lines and whatnot. So if you're in Epcot, you can see, hey, what's going on at Epcot? Whatever, whatever. Uh, I texted you once that um, Carousel of Progress had a five minute wait, and that troubled me. That seemed way too long. I looked the next day; there was a twenty minute wait for Carousel of Progress. What? That's a record.
0: Yeah.
2: That's yeah. It's just by chance, like a group accidentally stumbled over there and thought. Oh this has got to be awesome And then they were like what the fuck is this Yeah the last scene Is clearly they Tried to update it and then they just gave up They're like oh we have Virtual reality And then it's like someone wearing like rollerblades So like oh that's good enough If I remember that right Like oh we have alarm clocks now Yep. Like, you nailed oh. it Alright we'll just give up there That's fine
1: Yeah, no, it's totally true. There was only one, like I wanted to go on it a third time to see if there'd be, like if the guys, if Brian's hand would fall off. Um, But the second time I was on it, there was something that, something happened in the room next to us, apparently. The the announcer came on and said, you must stay seated the whole time. You cannot stand up or whatever. And it delayed the whole thing. Because when we were, like, whipping around, everything was delayed, which was great. So, like, the robots were totally missing their lines. It was awesome. Like, classic Americana faux pas. Walt Disney would be rolling in his grave, that racist bastard.
2: All right. yeah. you going to give us a turkey leg update? Is that a, one of the sound bites? What's What's the deal? I need an update.
1: I know. You were... Um, You sent me a few texts. You were nervous about whether or not I would eat a turkey leg. That's something that you did on your last vacation at Disney. You acknowledged that it was expensive and that you stole food out of your daughter's mouths. Um, Dan, I am here to report that I did not eat a turkey leg.
2: You motherfucker. You let me down, you son of a bitch.
1: Here's why, though. Here's why. Um... I'm not trying to make excuses, but wearing a mask in Disney made things very hot. I almost passed out at one point. And also, I remember, Dan, I don't like turkey.
2: Yeah, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that because it dawned on me after the fact that you have told me in the past that you do not like turkey. (laughs) but I just let that slide because I was hoping you'd come through for your old pal, Dan, and you've let me down. You've honestly let me down.
1: I know, but okay. Hear me out here. Last day in Disney. It's Sunday. I don't remember what day late April. We're, um, we're trying to figure this out. We're in Epcot. There is a place that sells Turkey legs in Epcot. I, I confirmed it. I Googled it. I double confirmed it. We, We have an hour and a half left before it closes. They've changed their hours because of COVID. Fuck you, COVID. Fuck you, Rick Fieldsman for eating that bat soup. You ruined it for everybody. Fauci, ouchie. So we want one more ride with the kids. (laughs) They love Soren. We jump in Soren line. Okay, I see it on the app, the aforementioned app. Soren has a 35 minute wait. Soren around the world. It's awesome. It's fantastic. We jump in the line. It is an hour wait when we get there. I'm like, fuck, fuck. The monorail no longer goes from Epcot to Grand Floridian because, again, COVID issues. So I had to make a choice. Do I stay in line at Soarin', please my children? That sounded horrible. I am so sorry. (laughs) Or do I leave the line, go eat a turkey leg that I'm probably going to immediately vomit? And I might miss the bus back to the Grand Floridian and never see my family again. I thought about option two really hard. <laughs> and I mentioned it between seven and ten times to Chris and when in line I said, hey, I'm like, you know, Dan really wants me to turkey leg and I'm with him on this. Like, I think I can I can pull it off. And she stared daggers through me. She stared daggers. Uh, should I get divorced? Dan, because of this, I'm I'm willing to hear I'm willing to hear you out.
2: I just don't know why you didn't plan better. You
1: were there for how long? How
2: how how many times were you at Epcot?
1: Twice, two times Epcot, two times Magic Kingdom. There's okay. turkey legs at both. Four fucking times
2: you could have had a turkey leg. It just was extremely poor planning on your part. I think she she uh, Kristen Doink should divorce you for being terrible at planning. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I don't know what to say. I mean, I respect that you love your family more than you love me. I I get that. Uh feelings don't go both ways. You you take priority over my family, but whatever. But what's up with the planning, man? I mean, you should have hit the turkey leg, immediately got it over with since you hate turkey, thrown up, puke and rally if you will, for the entire vacation. I know. Um I don't know. I don't know. You could have you could have faked it. You could have bought one, taken one bite, and thrown it in the trash. For all I wouldn't have known any different. But uh, I'm disappointed. No. I'll say that. No, I'm it, disappointed. I I I, I, <sighs> I I can't I can't lie to you. I'm disappointed.
1: I know, Dan, and you know what? But I'm a I'm a I'm a go big or go home kind of guy. I was not going to lie to you. Like honestly, we were in line at Soren, and I, I I was looking at the clock, and I thought, fuck, I am not going to make it. Our flight leaves in the morning. There's no way. And I started like, I'm like, okay, Kristen, I'm like, do you think that like when we get home, I could eat a buffalo wing and we could zoom in really close and I convinced, and I can convince Dan that it's a turkey leg that I'm eating a chicken wing? And Chris, it's like, no, you can't do that. You got to be genuine. It's zero doings. The listeners are counting on you. And you know what? I respect that.
2: I would have picked that apart. No, you wouldn't have gotten that past me. Well, thanks for not lying to me. I do appreciate that, in all honesty. But I'm just very disappointed that you didn't come through on the turkey leg. And you know what? I'm past it. It's over.
1: Thank you. Can I give you a quick update? Okay. Haunted Mansion, we talked about it last um, yes. last episode. I went on it, I can't remember if it was two or three times. Each time it broke down. <laughs> it broke oh, down okay. every nice. fucking time. God Damn it! it does. What is what is wrong with that? Well, and you called it out last episode where you said it's somebody that fucks up either getting on or getting off. Right? They gotta hit yep. pause. Bingo. And I and I and and that shed light on me. It Totally blew my mind. I didn't think about that, but it's totally true. Um, hand up. I'm I'm raising my hand up. I did the same thing on Ariel's Grotto or whatever they call it. We tried to squeeze. Um, my five year old son and nine year old daughter on a seashell together on their own thing and then and then Chris and Donks on, on her own behind it. And the person when you know, when they were about to send you into the ride was like, Hey, how old are you? They said to my daughter and my daughter said, Oh, I'm nine and he's five and she immediately shut shut that thing down. Oh, nice. And uh, so guilty. Guilty as charged. Now I get it. Now I'm officially Ron Disney.
2: You, you, uh, you sound like such a suburban dad right now, just casually ripping off Soren and, and Ariel's grotto. I, I don't I, like it. I love it so much. You're you're Bill Disney through and through, baby.
1: I get okay, but a little street cred, hopefully in my direction. Um, I pushed my whole family to go to Epcot multiple times so I could drink. And I think Kristen Doinks was pro that idea too, so good for her. There was live music. I have not heard live music since pre-COVID. I'm sure you may maybe in that same boat. They had it in Epcot, in America, whatever their America world is. I think it's called America. <laughs> and I, I was throwing down so many lukewarm Coors Lights with this cover band and it sounded so good. They were doing covers. They were like they're like a uh, blues band that did covers of uh, pop songs. So they did like Britney Spears. Honest to God, I was like, just give it to me one more time, baby. Like I wanted to get <laughs> nude. My kids were dancing. Like they needed it. I needed it. I brought so many beers back for Kristen and I. Like I was cutting in line. I was. I was uh jumping a fence basically to get to the pavilion and nobody cared because they knew they saw it in my face like you're from the midwest you have not seen live music you want to get drunk sorry not sorry
2: i like that you go to epcot to what is that uh international whatever around the world or whatever and you land at the america american place (laughs) Way to way to really experience the flavors around the world, bill, and just you landed. we all oh, just had so many exotic Coors lights at at the American pavilion. That's great.
1: Chris that's Chrisen awesome. had Kristen had what um I think you pronounce it as a Yingling. wing. <laughs> very delicious. exotic from Pennsylvania, yes. right?
2: Yes, America's oldest brewery. Uh well it sounds like a great trip, Bill. Uh I'm still a little sad, but I forgive you on the turkey leg.
1: Okay. I have a I have a follow up question for you, unrelated oh, to Disney, but possibly okay. related to the Haunted Mansion. Has there been any negative feedback regarding ghosts in your new newly purchased home? You you mentioned a lot of ghost things. Um You kind of raised the dead last episode. What's anything new?
2: Okay, so I've been told by Jordan that she does not prefer that I talk about or joke about having ghosts in this house when there are guests here or around the children. That's a fair one. Um, Jordan is convinced that she, every night, hears a ghost coming up our stairs. She hears something that sounds like One of our kids coming up the stairs and doesn't happen. I've never heard this. So I've not experienced it, but Jordan raised this concern with me uh, a few nights ago. And she's like, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Well, it's been windy as fuck around here. And that's what wind sounds like. So apparently we're just blaming ghosts for wind in this house. So I have not personally... Uh, heard or seen any issues, but I'm not counting it out. I, I'm definitely not counting it out. So I'll keep you posted for sure.
1: Thank you. Now our, I know our audience is on needles and pins. Chris um, and Doinks, I've alluded to her multiple times this episode, apparently. She last night, has this ever happened with Jordan and yourself? She woke me up like screaming in her sleep. Like, she was having a nightmare. It it was almost like like she was trying to scream, but it wasn't total... I've never been more freaked out in my life. I woke her up. I'm like, you got to get out of whatever the fuck is happening here. And she didn't remember. I brought it up to her this afternoon or early evening. She's like, what are you talking about? Has this ever
2: happened? No, no. I can only imagine this is related to dropping the ball with the turkey leg but I no that's never happened to me or Jordan as far as I know yikes well she has no recollection like did you wake her no. up
1: yeah yeah but apparently you th- did wake her up but register. she didn't yeah did, did she
2: not wake up did she's like why are you waking me up or
1: she woke up enough to end that nightmare whatever the fuck it was and again probably uh-huh. about turkey legs and probably I'm guessing grimace as well now that we're talking she about knows. it but Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and you know passing nice. on Justin it's Fields it's like a night terror. I know yeah exactly not good um, well, it's, pro-
2: it's probably Aaron Rodgers related
1: mm. that's a very very good point uh, going back to Disney real quick I've never been in this uh, place before did you ever did, last time you were there did you do the Bears Jamboree not Chicago Bears Love it. but whatever that is Huge okay. fan
2: of it. Okay, amazing. The
1: First time I've I've done it as an adult, possibly as a child. I don't recall it. How horny are all of those bears? They're unbelievably horny, right? Or am I wrong? S-
2: they're so horny. They're like Ted Phillips level horny. Yeah they they want it. They want it. They want to uh, dick down the one that comes from the ceiling, right? Is it my? Do I have that right? <laughs> no, um, Yeah. Yeah, they they're super horny. Super horny. Might I I I've done it a few times feel like they may slip and throw out a racial slur at some point during
1: that <laughs> yeah. that, that yeah. show.
0: It does feel
1: like I I, I wasn't uncomfortable cuz the kids are young enough where it's like, you know, you still get away with most things, but like, Chris and I were looking at each other a couple of times, and when that, when that fluffy female bear comes down from the middle, like, she might as well be flat-out masturbating in front of the audience.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something. I, I enjoy that show. It's fun. It's a fun little show, but you're right. They're just like, oh, doggy. I got a I got a dog in my pants.
1: Let's play the banjo. I I knew it was going to be questionable when I looked behind us. It in the in line and like there was somebody from like the the furthest south tip of louisiana like i can't wait to get i can't wait to go to this hurrah, hurrah. like and i was like god there's there's catfish coming out of your pores right now which i respect but i thought this is probably going to be racist i was not ex- i was not expecting the sexual energy though uh i was there for it i was the um do you recall like there's three bears three female bears that sing at some point and they're all like basically like i was trying to turn on this guy bear but he kept you know rejecting my advances sort of thing. like the whole song was about them trying to fuck a bear and the guy either didn't notice what (laughs) the female bear was doing or was not interested and they were disappointed um kind of weird to see with your children
2: i don't i I don't recall that my daughter one of my daughters left her coat uh at the uh, bear jamboree we tried to get back in to to retrieve that coat and couldn't it just disappeared thin air i can only assume that one of those bears fucked it into oblivion
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) safe assumption Uh, Can I get a, can I get a ruling here too? Like, again, I I mentioned you have to wear a mask the entire time there, which is fine. I'm pro mask. That's fine. But it was hot as fuck. But I have unbelievable allergies and I sneezed a ton. Are you supposed to sneeze in your mask? Are you supposed to remove your mask and sneeze to the side? Do you know the ruling here? You
2: you sneeze in your mask. That's like a a part of the whole thing. You don't remove your mask. That's you're literally just spreading COVID. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, but you're supposed to. That's like probably the moment you should have your mask on over any other moment. Okay. Good. Am I right?
1: Good. Good. No, I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it because I was letting so many sneezes fly into my mask, and like every time I did it, like I feel like everybody looked at me like what the fuck you doing, man? And I was thinking, I'm trying to save you from, I don't think I have COVID, but I'm trying to at least save you from my pollen allergy or whatever the fuck's going on. Or, you know, Donald Duck just fucking came into the, in, into the environs around us and I'm allergic to, I don't know, why did I bring Donald into it? But anyway, <laughs> speaking of Donald, uh, Hall of Presidents uh, paused for uh, new President Joe Biden. They're still making him out of clay.
2: They just stop the show. Is that what happens? Yeah. They, yep. Oh. Second time I've been there. I didn't know that.
1: One that's happened. Second time.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's close to the turkey leg. So, um, if you were if you carved out time to go see the Hall of Presidents show, you could have used that time to eat a fucking turkey leg, Bill. Yeah. The sneeze, w- the confusion on the sneezing and the mask. That's like if someone had to fart, that they, they would pull down their pants and bend over when they fart. It's like. You might shard
1: a little bit, so why would you? Why would you drop your pants? You don't want to do that. It's it's one of my my favorite American authors, Ben Dover. He he writes a hell of a book.
2: Agreed. Wrote the Bible.
1: I think so. The Book of Job. Um, this has been a great episode, Dan. This has been. Uh, you know, (laughs) I'm still gobsmacked that the bears have a franchise quarterback. Things are great. Food tastes better. Drink tastes way better. And I've had way too many of them on a Monday night. What do you think bears prediction next year? Win loss. We're not going to go through the schedule yet. What do you think? What's your prediction?
2: I still have us losing to the Raiders in week 17. Um, but we're only going to lose by 35, <sighs> 16 and one.
1: Okay. Okay. So still get that first round by you're the, you're the NFC team that gets yeah. that. Uh, yep. So, all right. Championship year one for Justin Fields. That sounds good to me.
2: I do have a serious uh, schedule question though. How many night games okay. do you think we're going to have primetime games?
1: Great question, because I was thinking about this pre-draft, and I was thinking, man, this may be the first year in a while that the Bears get zero primetime games, and that would be justified, right? But now you're right. Yep. I, w- I was like, and I feel like they're all going to be later in the season when when they feel like Fields will, in fact, be the quarterback, right? So I yep. think I think we get the maximum. I So what is that, four? I think we get four primetime <laughs> evening games. Yeah.
2: Is the max four? Is that right? Is that like a set in stone
1: thing? Or I've I've had way too many hams, Dan. So I, okay. I'm not, I'm I, not entirely <laughs> sure.
2: I was thinking three. Now I was before one. I think everyone gets one, don't they? One Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night oh, game. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that, like you, the minimum one before the draft. But now I think we get at least three with this with a little fields buzz
1: oh I want to sting you I'm just a bumblebee looking to pollinate you America oh it's gonna be great I mean rookie of the year odds we'll talk about next episode I'm sure as well as the schedule breakdown (laughs) and uh, we'll see if Rick Fieldsman gets off his bicycle to uh, to uh, give us a little bit more in hams and bread happy birthday Rick we love you Sorry that you're jealous of our new running back and all of his digits.
2: Yes, thank you guys for listening. If you made it to the end here, I love you. I love you, Bill, even though you didn't eat a turkey leg. Happy birthday, Rick. Safe travels to Florida as well. He and Ice Cream are going to Florida soon. So safe travels, you dumb bastard.
1: Yeah, safe travels. Sorry about the nearly (laughs) (laughs) 27-minute outro. What is wrong with us? This I don't is amazing. Know. I, gotta go we to are so I gotta go to bed. We're so excited. We're so excited about the bears. Happy birthday, America, in July. <laughs> Happy birthday, Rick Fieldsman. <laughs> Happy birthday, Frank. Thank you for ordering a tomahawk steak while I was on vacation. That looked delectable. Um, Thank you to all of our, our hams and eggs. Uh fans and eggs we will be asking for new applicants throughout the rest of the spring and summer. <laughs> this is Ben Dykes. We love you. We want to kiss you. Covid's almost over. Our tongues are almost about to enter your ears. <laughs> we love
0: you. Good night America.
1: Go bears.
0: We have been unavoidably detained by Frankie Spirits. Kindly remain seated in your doom, buddy. We will continue our tour in just a moment. See making moves upon the stage with roger a new chosen one trading for our guy drafting justin fields is gold drafting justin fields is gold drafting justin fields is gold
3: And we have indoor plumbing now. Oh, boy,
1: that's really great on cold nights.
0: A man has a dream and that's the start. He follows a dream and kind at of heart. And when it becomes a reality, it's a dream come true for you and me. it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Shining at the end of every day. It's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow.
3: Just as Maxie's cute.
0: That's a nice cookie.
3: You're ready for some slime? De-do!